on Belsey Road. That means nothing to them. That's, that's okay. That's not really our fault, though. That's not. I don't think it would be our fault. Like, when Maybe I tell people where I come from, it's, it. it's not my fault if they don't know where that is. And if I was, I, I don't feel the least bit bad about that. If I was listening to another person's podcast and they were talking about where they were, and they were trying to describe a place, and I really liked the podcast, <clears throat> I probably would like search them up and try to find where they're talking about. Like the Australian boys, I watched their YouTube channel. And what they, the heck was it, Australian boys? They're well, boys. They're from Australia. They drop shit off this cool physics, um, uh, basically ladder building. They drop shit. That's what they do. Yeah, like a refrigerator. I'm in the wrong job, man. I can do that. I can drop shit. Yeah, dude, they make a lot of money doing it, too. What the fuck? They dropped a water balloon through a pool table. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. How ridiculous. That's pretty funny. They dropped a water balloon through a pool table? Yeah. Yeah. It shattered it. A water balloon shattered a slate pool table. I mean, a cheap slate pool table. Yeah, it was not a a nice pool table. It wasn't, you know, a super expensive one, but... But But it is slate. It still shattered it, though. Well, yeah, but slate's the highest quality pool table you can get because it doesn't warp. Oh, okay. okay, but the rest of the pool table was made out of, like, particle matchsticks. Well, like, not... Yeah, that's all pool tables. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they dropped that. They dropped, um, they had, somebody made them this giant dart out of uh, <clears throat> steel, and they drop it through shit. They dropped mm-hmm. it through a copy machine. They, um, they dropped, like, 12 bowling balls on a car. That, that's that's because you're in Australia, you can't buy a salt rifle. You so, gotta use long darts. So, I mean, that's great and all, but... So our attention is now drawn by people dropping things on things. Well, it's just cool physics. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait. We're we're tangenting before we begin the podcast. Okay, yeah. Okay, we got to start. Oh, this. we're already recording. <coughs> so we're, I this was too good to not record. So okay, so this is like tell the, me that's the gonna go prelude. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll just put up. You, this is not for the faint-hearted. If you can't handle it, turn back now. Yeah, this is pretty much how this is gonna go. Yeah, for the rest of the ride. If you're desperate for a linear thought pattern, you are in the wrong place. And with that, welcome to the first edition of the Lex Podcast. I am joined today with my good friends Pete, Ken, and Danan. Why don't you guys uh, take a second and introduce yourselves? Um, yeah, this is uh, this is Pete. This is Pete. We're all uh, pretty much residents. Well, we are not pretty much. We are residents of Genesee County, Michigan. That's the Mitten State. If you don't know what that is. That's yeah. That's in America, if you don't know where that is, you're you're welcome. It's easy to find. We're the we're the state surrounded by all the lakes. We look like a mitten. And that's all the clarification you're gonna get on the places that we visit. <laughs> <laughs> this is Danan, by the way. We're all residents of the Flint metropolitan area, and if you've unless you've been living in a cave, you know about Flint because it's of the water. Down. Oh yeah, our great water. Two of us actually live in Flint. My address is Flint. Yeah, yeah. but you don't have Flint water, do you? I don't. Well, I have a well. Yeah. yeah. And you don't, you don't have a Flint address. No. I live in the suburbs, man. Yep. I just drive to Flint every day to do anything interesting. Do you enjoy your commute to work? No. No? But it's still only 20 minutes, 15 minutes. That's not bad. It's better than living anywhere like a real city. Whether it's like minimum, you know, everyone else, oh, I drive an hour to work, an hour home, and Dude, I couldn't do hate it. my life. I well, couldn't drive that far to work. I yeah. used to drive that far to work. I, I, it was I awful. I, I hated every day. I, don't, I hated it every day. I don't know how you guys did that when both of you did mm. it, because you used to work down in Waterford. Yeah. I worked in Lansing. I worked in uh, Birmingham. I, this is probably, I, I, think, I think this is the fourth time in my life I've actually worked in the same town where I live. 
That's not that's not probably that's uncommon. That's poor planning is what that is. No. That's not uncommon. I bet you have a lot of people. But, uh, I mean, we're, we are a city in Flint, but the beautiful thing about Flint, well, one of the, one of the very nice things about Flint is, is that we have basically a highway system all to ourselves. Mm-hmm. There is no traffic. There is no traffic. It's kind of magnificent. We, we have this, this, this highway, uh, 475. Yeah, interstate. 5 o'clock on a Friday, still no traffic. Interstate 475, it goes right through Flint, and it's empty. Mm. I mean, the maximum amount of cars on there at 5 o'clock during rush hour is 5. Yeah. You're probably driving the same thing I am, because when I drive home, I got at least four or five cars just it, around me. It's particularly uh, astonishing, given that we live at the confluence of uh, 75, US 23, and I-69. Plus 475 running through town, and you can still get pretty much anywhere in town you want to go in 20 minutes. Max. max I do like that. Max. Yeah, max 20 minutes. My drive to work is 15 minutes, and I live in the corner of Pilsen up here. Yeah, it's amazing. Don't move here and ruin that for us, okay? Or do, a, or do, come, or do come here. Do come or here. Or do, come absolutely here. do come here. I, I, you will never hear me uh, not love Flint. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. Uh, I, I think that it's a great town. It's uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good stuff here, and there's a lot of good people here. We got uh, three despite, strip joints, despite in, like, what you may, one mile radius. May have heard. <laughs> okay, it, it, you although can, you although, can Uber to one and get to the other two by walking across the street. It's the best thing ever. Okay, well he said it's true. Super convenient, but, but that's the only three. <laughs> I think. I think, I think there, actually there's five. There's there five. Yeah, you know it, this. Yeah. Have you have you visited all five of these strip joints? No, I've actually been to one. <laughs> actually, this guy right here took me. <laughs> that, that happened. Yeah. That was that was wait, a magical. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Which one? Uh, little it, darling. Well, it wasn't little darlings, darlings at the time. time. It was something else. But it was in the little yeah, darlings. It was building. what little darlings used to be. I don't even remember what it used to I be. I have no idea no. either. Hopefully they weren't younger. Was it, was it like Nathan Jays or something? Oh yeah, Nathan yeah, it Jays. was Nathan Jays. Yeah, those right. were the days. Yes. Jesus. Yep. That was a that would have been September 2010. Yes, yes. Uh, I went. Uh, it was me and uh, and Karen, Chris, and then a couple of other people that Karen knew. I think the Melanie go? There. Huh? No, Melanie wasn't uh, part of the core group at the time. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I only been to one. Okay, fair. Yeah. I've, I, well, yeah. Honestly, I've been to the two that you can walk across the street to. Well, in my go. in my younger days. Your younger days. Yeah. Not you know. I'm not since my twenties. I was in my twenties. Yeah, probably twenties. I think I think everybody kind of saunters in one of those places in their twenties. You gotta go at least once. Two thousand ten. Well, I you was, don't have I to, but 30. people do. You were thirty. Right. Well, that was the first time you went, was it? No, but that was the last time I went. And so was mine. <clears throat> oh, nope. I take that back. That wasn't my last time. I did go to the other one across the street one time. There you go. I remember yeah. that now. I mean, it's right across the street. But what's weird is, like, if you're driving through, like, the the highway during the middle of the day at, like, noon, and there's cars in those parking lots. Oh, I know, right? I mean, how? I mean, that's kind of pathetic and sad in a way. I mean, there's, you know, like, a lot of cars. a really nice lunch buffet. It's just... It just makes sense financially, <laughs> honestly, to go in there. Are you being for real? No. I was, <laughs> it's Thirsty I'm Thursday. Like, how did you know this? Thirsty Thursday, yeah. Thirsty Thursday. Well, the one doesn't even serve alcohol, so it's not very thirsty. Tuesday, there's a taco bar. They stay on theme. <laughs> oh, wow. 
that's pretty deep though when you think about it uh, you don't want to get in deep no you don't want to go in too deep you don't want to go in too deep no, no. I'm just get a fistful of taco <laughs> that, that gets you kicked out <laughs> That sounds like everybody a, knows that's you're, not, tacos you're not allowed. Style. You're not allowed to touch the taco. No, dude, that's a great band there too. Fistful, Fistful of taco. taco. <laughs> Can you imagine a punk rock band with that name? That's pretty good. Yeah. So if anybody names has, if you know of a band named Fistful of Taco, let us know. We'll uh, we'll talk. <laughs> and if you don't, you should start one. Well, yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. We'll totally talk about it. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh the puns out early. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh man! And and Ken Ken lost speaking privileges. There's nothing for the you can do about that joke. Seconds. It's coming, and you just have to stand there. Oh my word! <laughs> Unless you eat too much Mexican, then you're not just standing there anymore. <laughs> okay, so, what what where did what happened? Where, we where started we introducing now? ourselves, and next thing yeah. you know, we're talking about strip clubs. Well, that's yeah. the kind of podcast this is gonna be. That's yeah. about randomness and nothingness <clears throat> all at the same time. Which is kind of how we get around and sit around and just talk to each other and, you know, reminisce sometimes and talk about future plans of dreaming and whatnot. And It's so, yeah. going to get awkward. Oh, it'll get awkward. It already did. I already took my pants off. Did you? Yeah, they're over there. Holy shit, they are actually over there. I know. Man, I'm glad you're behind that desk. He's more than likely not wearing pants. I just wish there was a front to that desk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You wish there was a front? <laughs> yeah. No, we, we wish you put your front on. I have shorts on. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's good. We just assumed it was a cod piece. <laughs> I'm not like peak walk around by a banana hammock. Man, there's nothing wrong with a banana hammock, man. When the pants off, dance off starts. That's right. Oh! You want to make sure to have We your talked about hammock. that a while ago. We were talking about how Pete never has seen pants off, dance off before. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a reason for that. And what's that? It's because I'd win that competition. <laughs> <laughs> you would win it? Yeah, is it a competition? I don't know what it is. It used to be. Oh, yeah, I would win that. I think we should actually get Pete to do this, and we'll post it on the website. So tell us your opinion. Should Pete do the Pants Off Dance Off contest? And again, welcome to the first episode of the Vlix podcast. We'll be right back. Really weird. but That's the voice of an angel. Yeah, but he has the face of a ferret. <laughs> Anyways, the face of an eggplant. <laughs> yeah, the voice of an angel is the face of an eggplant. But on Twitter, he's just awesome, and he seems like one of the best guys ever. Like he does all kinds of charity stuff. So, I think he'd be cool to hang out with. I think he, I think Josh Groban would be a pretty cool guy. We should put on an invitation. We should put on. Yeah, we are right now. If you want to come join us for our lame podcast, as Pete likes to call it, I didn't say lame. Are we recording? Yeah, I am. Also, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out there that uh, there's a there's a new. Um, show he's in with tony danza wait a minute tony danza like who's it's the boss tony danza? like tony danza yeah. is he the boss is it a, is it a reboot of who's the boss since that's what they do now no it's called the good cop uh tony danza plays oh. josh groban's dad and he's a disgraced crooked former crooked cop and josh groban is the quintessential good cop and it's kind of an odd couple pairing. They live together and stuff. And there's like it's a crime procedural mixed with like an odd couple kind of uh, uh, scenario in his home life. And I've heard good things about it. How did they um, work in the songs? Is it a musical? Is it like cop rock? Is that I, really I a show? I don't believe so because it would be great to see Josh Groban sing and Tony Danza 
tap dance. Mm-hmm. I could do that, but that's yes, how they Jonathan, solve the mystery. Yeah, yeah they, they tap it. That's how they like put all the clues together. Is they start like a, a jazz riff session where they're like dancing and singing. I, I wouldn't watch that. <laughs> but to, to answer your question, Jonathan, yes, cop rock was a real thing. So what, what was cop rock? Cop rock was a cop musical. <clears throat> I think it was only on for a season ish back in the 90s, I want to say. Yeah, dude, I don't remember this at all. Yeah, I cop rock. That no, you don't, you don't know what cop rock is? Nope. Rock out with your cop out. Yeah, Whoa. rock out with your cop out. Is that where out. that came from? No. Oh. But you should, you should look it up, cop rock. It was absolutely terrible. <laughs> look it up because it was terrible. Obviously, yeah. That's I mean, you, you always go up to people and say, here, disgusting. taste this or smell this, right? It, it's yeah. disgusting, no. and people do it anyway. No, I don't do that. I've actually never do. done that to someone. I don't think I've ever not, done it. Not even j I don't do it to people, That's but I've something. had many people do it to me, and then me say no, and then sometimes I'll just say, sure, why not? Well, it depends. Have you tried it first? Because then you really want someone to go down that road with you. <laughs> but if it's just horrible looking. You, you, so you what know, was the last we thing? We people just tend to make partners. What was we want to we want to we want to team up with someone, right? There's nothing more American than coalition building. <laughs> Tribal tribalism. What? You're saying something, Jonathan? Danon, what was the last thing somebody brought up to you and said, "Here, try this"? Mm, my kids do that all the time, and it's not usually terrible, but it's never something I want to eat. Was have you had mud pies yet? No, my kids are not dumb. Okay, let me ask you this. Do your kids Mud pies make... aren't dumb. Mud They're pies. delicious. There's a handful of dirt. I'm going to pretend it's food. Here, you eat it. No, that's dumb. Well, do they make potions? And then make you... Make you... We've they made could... a few potions. Yeah. yeah, potions. Do they put like hot sauce in it and like, mix like vinegar in there and then make you drink it? No, and I would not drink it. That sounds like I'm... a shot of respect at the I bar. I try and uh, <laughs> go with them on a lot of things. Uh, eating stuff is not Pete, it's, one of It those. sounds like you think Damon's kids are assholes. They're not, no. but this is this is the thing that kids do, right? They make mud pies. I know no They make potions. You never did that as a kid. No, I never made mud pies either. I was kidding. I didn't that. make mud but pies. I, but I, I, reala- I made potions. I, I, do, I realize I'm full smaller people. I didn't. That's speak. stupid. <laughs> 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 All right, Pete. So what was what was the last thing that got brought up to you for you to try? For me to try? Yeah, either smell or try. I can't even think of it. It's been so long. What was the last thing that you tried to get somebody to try or do? Um, smell your fingers. No, I don't even do that's just gross. <laughs> I don't think that's I've ever done that, or has anybody ever done that to me? But no, I don't. I, I don't do that generally to people. A charmed life. Have you gotten potions from your nephews? <laughs> no, my nephews never did that. Mud pies? No, nope, they never did that either. Any but kind of crazy concoctions at all? Not not a thing. No, they don't. They, yeah, they've never done that. They were outside most of the time. What's the worst thing you've all ever tried to make cooking from scratch? Like you were just like throwing shit together and just trying to see what happened. Usually mixed drinks. Mixed drinks. I end up with fago and randomness and vomiting mostly. <laughs> you know, I like you put I, vomit in it first. I, I realize I misspoke when I said that I've never done that to people because I have mixed drinks and, and had people try it. Uh, it's one of the things I like to do. Well, a mixology, yeah, it's a little bit different than. I wasn't thinking of like actually making like <clears throat> legit drinks. I was thinking of like, like, oh my god, this is gross. You should try this. Yeah, yeah I don't I, do that. I, I, I've not experienced that. 
I think my basic instincts is if something looks gross and smells gross, smells gross, I'm not gonna try. If it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, yeah, it it's a coyote. Like a That's kind of wily coyote. Wily coyote. Super genius. He finally got the correct acne suit to look like a duck. Totally threw off the rubberner. Yeah, it does. Thought he was a fellow. Do you ever see that thing on the internet where the, they painted the tunnel onto the wall mm-hmm. of a of a bridge? And the car smashed into it because they thought it was a real tunnel. Did somebody get hurt? I don't know if yeah, they actually they got hurt, but they crashed the their car into it head on. I guarantee you that's fake. No. I don't think I so. I guarantee you that's real. Because the picture was right next to the wall and you could mm-hmm. see it together. And I'm pretty sure somebody's not going to be like, we should get a wrecked car and make it smoke and put it right here next to the wall. No, I don't I don't think they did that. I think they, they, they whoever painted it deliberately crashed the car into the wall. I don't think so. I think people are stupid. Well, yes, that's true, but... I mean, that's... are they that stupid? Yeah. Okay. Have you seen America? Yeah, right. okay. Have you been to the internet? I mean, there's... We're going to learn about it later with Dana with Trolls. Well, I try to be optimistic about this stuff, but you guys really put a hash into that. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we hate we... optimism. We, can't... We, can't... we bring the light, Pete, so you can see what's really there. Light bringers. Oh, man. The burning, searing light of truth. That's what it is. We are the truth bringers. The harsh light of day. It hurts. It hurts. Someone call us truth slingers. The tanning bed of justice. <laughs> oh, oh, I like that. That's that's a good one. The tanning bed of justice. Somebody write that down. Somebody make that into a band and then tell us about it. <laughs> Another band name. You're welcome. So, uh, <clears throat> Ken wanted to talk today about human trafficking. Yeah, I was going to bring it down. It's a very special episode. Gonna... Today in a very special blossom. Right. She gets kidnapped. Really? And it's doesn't more, come back you know, for like nine episodes. It's really more Whoa. it's really more of an observation and a and a question. Is human trafficking more prevalent than it used to be, or are we just more aware of it because of twenty four hour cable news and the internet? I think we're just more aware of it more than anything. I think it's always necessarily been there. It's just like with everything else that ignorance has... is bliss. Has inter- has his human trafficking become easier in the age of social media? Yes, and that was that was going to be my point. That number one, it probably has become more pre- prevalent, and it's definitely become easier because now you can find the people that want to profit from this enterprise, if you want to call it that, from this criminal behavior. Easier, you can find your subgroups that are into the sick twisted stuff. Right, you don't have to much easier. Run into another pedophile at the grocery store and then like strike up a conversation about how you both really like pictures of children. Now you can just go to the internet and find them all over but the world. But also people post, they check in everywhere. They're posting pictures of themselves at various locations. They're, it seems like they're just easier to find if you're looking for them. And plus there's just more humans. When in I when I was a kid and I and I remember this very vividly regularly at six years old, riding my bicycle three miles into the next town to go to the movies and get a pizza. Yeah, I mean... And it was never... There was never a concern. No one was ever worried about somebody trying to pick us up off the street. My friends and I used to do this all the time. We were everywhere. I was never allowed to go that far. That's for sure. I was. We could easily just... My parents didn't know where I was during the entire day. Once you left the driveway, that nobody was looking at you. Right. Once you, like Dana said, once you left the driveway and you were out of, out of the area, you, nobody knew what I was doing. 
and nobody was worried about it really i mean they probably were a bit but not to the extent they are today i mean parents will not leave their kids alone at all today but that danger is much more real than it used to be yeah see i i have boundaries in my neighborhood that i couldn't go past unless i got explicit permission to and they were like even on the same street you kind of lived out in the middle of nowhere so like you said, you lived in a you know in a, in a pretty well developed subdivision, but it was still off of a like a country road. Not really. Not really. I mean, I lived. But yeah, Pete uh, lived in the na- neighborhood next to mine when he moved to town. It was in the suburbs. It wasn't even close to a city. But how far outside of town were you? Like From the actual, Davison, the actual city proper. Like the city of Davison, we were less than two miles away, maybe three. Hmm. Yeah, we weren't. We weren't. There's no away. real downtown Burton. See, I would, I would consider that living in the country. Yeah, see, I don't. I lived in the city most of my life, so I, you know, but I would consider that living in the country. See, we were between cities, though. Like we were like dead center between what most people call the Bertucky area, which is where the Kmart and Kroger's was on Belsey Road, and the restaurants are now, (sighs) and Davison. See, to me, country is once you go north of like Coldwater Road in Davison. Oh yeah, when you're when you're out in the country, country. where there's actual farms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we did have farm fields around us, but. You're just in the sticks, not in the country. I, yeah, but if you follow, I guess. But if you follow Belsey Road either north or south far enough. Well, you, you follow, follow any of these roads north or south far enough. You will end up in the country. That's, right. Whereas I like I, I lived at the edge of town. Downtown was, you know, eight blocks away. The next town, like I said, was three miles. You'd ride your bike there. It was nothing. There actually used to be a nice wooded path along the river that went all the way to the next town and people you know were always lurking around on it um probably could have been kidnapped several times thank god i was a fat kid and didn't have to worry about that did you though because they might look at you as uh, easy pickings well then yeah i have to be yeah, have to be fair they gotta they, they gotta wrestle me into the vehicle i mean it's it's not easy fair fair point yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I... I don't know. I just can't see that where I grew up being considered country. I don't know. I just never really thought of it that way. You know? It was just part of the... To me, when I thought of people who lived out in the country, it was you didn't have a neighbor that was, you know, 20 feet away. But if you... if you. If you had lived in the within the city limits of Davison, yeah, I probably my, par- my parents still probably would have said, "Don't go past that road." Don't go past that road. Whereas, you know, th- those kind of limits didn't exist. Yeah, I yeah. mean that's cool. I didn't have that limit either. You know, I mean, they got to but, a point where I well, eventually I could actually ride my bike over to Pete's neighborhood, but um, you know, that was just always a thing where I would just tell them, you know, and they would occasionally drop me off at downtown Davison. At the bowling alley and stuff, but hoping you get kidnapped. Well, probably. Yeah, well, so she, she did tell me place. I was adopted again. So the other it, day. It, it does seem to, to as though human trafficking is more prevalent than it used to be, and I think uh, to Pete's point, uh, it, it it is easier to uh, to find clientele, let's say. Yes. Um, and I think it's also easier to find victims. So, like as is the case with everything, the more people are aware of it, the more likely they are to. Uh, engage in in that kind of behavior. It's the same. It's a, you know, there's a theory uh, that revolves around that with school shooting. Um, wasn't really a thing that was widely known until Columbine, and then you know it's kind of proliferated since then. 
Uh, there was one today, I think. Or at least there was a lockdown for somebody today. I forget what state it was in. Um, well, actually, let's let's have the parent, the parent of this group, Mr. Tainan. Uh, is this something that you worry about? My kids aren't allowed to play in the front yard. Really? Yeah, I mean, like, they do, but we have to know that they're out there. My kids don't wander across the street or anything. They don't get to do any of the stuff that no, we did no. with their kids. Do you live on a, a busy road or a neighborhood? We live in a neighborhood. Um, I mean, there's normal neighborhood traffic. It's not... You I don't know, worry about them getting hit by a car. I just worry about someone taking them. Yeah. Now, you know Brandywine, where I grew up. Yeah. Because your cousin used to live there. Mm-hmm. Would you say that neighborhood's similar to yours currently, or is it different? It's more country. More country. <laughs> Neighbors are farther away? No, it's just like every other neighborhood, you know, 20 feet to the next house. Uh, but, you know, it's just a different world. It's, it's do not you th- the same place we grew up in. Do you think that that kind of freedom that we had as kids, you think that'll ever return? No. No. You think that's gone? That's gone permanently. Yeah, that's that's gone the way of the dodo. I don't I don't think that that kind of thing it might come back in small sex. I don't think as adults know? we have the kind of freedom we had when we were children. I, w- I would imagine that there are places in the country that kids can you know wander off you know ten five ten miles from home and, and not have to worry about anything and, and come back come home at night. Um, but I imagine those are pretty rural areas, small towns where everybody knows everybody and. Uh, the person who's you know new to town, who no, no one's ever seen before, is instantly recognized. Right. But I think for the most part, the vast majority of Americans, they don't, they they'll never experience the kind of freedom that we had when we were kids. No, I agree. It'll be f- far and few between for sure. And right. and, and I I consider that one of the failings of of modern society. Well, cell phones killed that. I mean, it also killed the desire. The the, the need for the, the need for instant entertainment. Uh, has has uh, has created a uh, a lack of desire to go out and do things and see things when you can just stay home and do it. Yeah, I can agree with I that. I don't have to go outside. I can I can look anything up on my phone. The other thing is too. I mean, you can take that into the fact of like phone calls. You used to call people on the phone, talk for you know half hour, whatever. Call my best friend, you know, in, in high school and stuff. Nowadays, because I literally can talk to you all day long and have a conversation the entire day. You know, the last time I called my best friend was probably two months ago. His wedding's in June next year, and we were supposed to meet up and talk about it. We still haven't yet. So, but that's just, you know, instant messaging really kind of killed that, you know, because you could sit there and have a conversation with your friends all the time. And not leave to see them. Exactly. And then you got, and then online gaming happened with the Xbox. So then you could play Halo at your own houses with each other. And that killed having to go over to your friend's house because you didn't want to play together on the same screen. Okay, so so let me ask you, you guys this. Do you think kids today would even care that they don't have really any sort of freedom? And by kids today, I say probably kids between 8 and... I don't know how old were we before we started driving. Eight and sixteen. That would just go out and wander when we were kids. Do do these kids care about that? Some kids do. Some kids don't. I think mm-hmm. it seems to me the majority of kids I know that age because I have a twelve year old living in the house. Um, really are indifferent to it. They're they're not really aware of the 
sheer unadulterated joy of just being elsewhere. Right. So Pete asked the question to Danon about, you know, the kids, his kids and stuff like that around the neighborhood. Me and you live in the same neighborhood here, me part-time. What does Danny do outside? Does she go outside and play? She goes outside with a dog once in a while. That's about it, That's though. about it. She doesn't really go outside. Yeah. That makes me sad. Yeah. Now, if she did more often, <clears throat> Danon said, no front yard, backyard only. Would you do something similar, or? No, I, I uh, our neighborhood is full of people who pay a reasonable amount of attention. I, I, I would not worry if she wanted to go out in the front yard, if she wanted to ride her bike down the street. Um, that's not, that's not something I would concern. I would, I would be mildly concerned if she were to go out onto Circle Drive, because that's like the main road in our neighborhood, and people tend to drive down that road a little bit faster. Yeah. Um, but if she wanted to ride her bike down around the corner or whatever, I, I would have no problem with that. Really? That's pretty much how my parents were too. You know, they're just like, just don't go past, you know, so-and-so's house and stuff like that. So, but I think though, I think it'll become a point eventually where it'll be more nostalgic for parents and stuff like that to help push their kids to play outside. Really? Yeah. Do you, do you really think that, or do you think that? Uh, I don't know. With you know, parents of our generation who. I I, I think that we're going to get to a point now. If if it's not people of our generation who did grow up with like that, it's never going to happen again because every, every, everybody's going to be ignorant to it. They're gonna they're not going to miss what they didn't know. No, bread in captivity. They're not going to know. They don't care. Yeah, bread in captivity. They don't care. Do your kids enjoy being outside more? <coughs> or oh, yeah, I mean, we always kick them out the the door like you can't spend all day on the t- on the tablets and watching tv and stuff they still go out but they just don't go far yeah go touch things but they go, won't ride their bikes anyway go pick so up germs go do things go cut. get dirty yeah get dirty you're a kid cut like, what was your typical day after school for going like you get home from school oh you want me to go at what this? age or yeah. what age are we talking about let's well, say middle school uh, middle school middle middle school Okay, so well, that was eighth grade. Let's say the end of middle school for us was eighth grade. So, okay, I'll just say when I was um, twelve. Sure. All right, when I was twelve, I didn't <coughs> live in Davison. I lived actually in the country. So, when I was twelve, my typical day, let's say, I got home from school, I would walk the quarter or half mile it was to my house for my bus stop. Get in, probably watch DuckTales or Chippendale Rescue Rangers. And then I would leave. Well, I would if my mom was home, she was because she worked a job and went to school. Probably make my own dinner, which is something kids don't know how to do or even do anymore either. And then I would leave. Go to go to one of my many friends' house, or I would just go hang out in the back forest. Or I would go to Stepping Stone Falls and the bike trails by myself. And I probably wouldn't be home until, if it was a school night, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock was my curfew in middle school and school nights. And if it wasn't a school night, or if it was the middle of summer where there was no school, midnight. But I would be gone for the majority. Um, at 12, you didn't have to come home until midnight? Yeah, I didn't have to come home until midnight at 12. I would just go as long as I checked in. I just had to call. I had to check in. Um, I think it was eight, eight o'clock. I had to check in. 
Oh, and and usually it had to come home for dinner, eat dinner, then go out again. Is usually how it works. If I didn't eat at a friend's house, there was a lot of eating at your friend's house. There was a lot of eating at your friend's house. Yep, and that was it. That was my day. I was never home. I was the friend's house. Everyone came to my house to eat. Really? Yeah, I was that house. Yeah, everybody would come over and hang out at my house, and yeah, we had occasionally I would eat at somebody else's house, but it was very, very, very rare. But but that kind of freedom. Again, they, these these kids will never experience that because of the threat of probably almost solely due to the threat of human trafficking. Really? On the on the brighter side, they won't know that they're missing it. So they won't know well, they will they will be blissful in their ignorance. They will right. be, but it, it's kind of sad that that kind of freedom as a kid to go out and do and explore how you want to. And this is something I'd like to talk about in a future. Uh, cast as well is the uh the the quality not only not not only making analog connections like you know actually face to face the meaning of those connections do those connections mean more or less than they used to that's um there's a lot there's a lot of uh a lot of ground to cover there i'd like to talk about in a future at at some future point uh for sure okay so we we broached that we we kind (coughs) of agree i think the four of us that um, it is a bigger issue than it used to be for the reasons we've stated. How would we fix something like this? Man, is, it, is it fixable? No. No. I don't think it's fixable. No, because the internet. Are we talking about? Well, are we talking about? Are, are we talking about the, the 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 fact that kids that, that our kids feel less safe, or we are we feel less safe for our kids? Or are we talking about just human trafficking in general? Because there's a lot of things that can be done with regard to that. And I've actually, of late, uh, noticed um, several you know, small articles in the news and stuff like that where uh, people are getting noticed and reported for you know, s- sketchy behavior. Okay. So, so <clears throat> let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about that. How do we stop human human trafficking how how do we fix the human trafficking problem the same reason that you had the that it took off is you have to find who's paying money for this like cut off the end and they they don't need to find the kids nobody just wants to have cut the head off the snake and there's no reason to feed the snake anymore yeah i get that my here's one thing i have want to ask about to the group with of reflections of this is that I see on Facebook, social media all the time, people are sharing posts of, you know, oh, I was at the Genesee Valley Mall today, and -and so-and-so approached me, and stuff like that. And I see, you know, 10, 15 different people on my friends list share this post, right? Because it's local, and everybody's trying to be more aware of what's going on and stuff like that. But then the next day, you find out that that actually didn't happen, and somebody was just making a post because they wanted attention. Right, and this is going to segue perfectly into our next section, but um, going off that, I think the issue is becoming that whatever you see on Facebook, you have to really start to take with a grain of salt, because how, the, in, how the internet works is it's all about clicks, and, and there's, there's no repercussions for somebody making something up solely to get people to click on it. Yeah, that's true, too. And click, the the, the biggest ship. the biggest platform out there right now to to gain exposure is Facebook. 
it truly is. So the issue, I think, is just you have you can't use Facebook for news. Just don't. And if you do see something that interests you, then try to find a re- reputable news source that covers it. Oh well, yeah, I mean in general, but a lot of times this is stuff though. When you see those things, though, my point was is that the one of the ways to stop human trafficking is to become aware. Right. People being aware of their surroundings, being aware of things that are going around around them and stuff of that nature. But at the same time, we have to be careful because like Cam was saying, you know, people are talking about people who look shady. What defines somebody looking shady? Because now we're getting into the fact where we have uh, barbecue Becky and right. stuff of that nature happening. I mean, those are could be more racial more than anything, but at the same time, you know... What I was speaking about um, really was a guy in a truck approaching kids at a bus stop. Okay. And, you know, things like that, 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 that people are... You know, so actual coming up to a certain right, location trying, where there's children and... Clearly trying to, yeah. Get them to come. Like the guy out in Otisville grabbing the three girls at the gas station. Yeah. And in Holly... Uh, Someone tried, came up, tried to get, tried to coax kids into their vehicle. Okay. Um, and and fortunately, you know, nothing happened. The police were called. There was a report given. So this um, isn't the guy who's sitting in the valley parking lot in his blue Chevy Impala, just looking suspicious. When the cop pulls up, he's eating Taco Bell. Yeah, he's just eating his lunch. Uh, yeah, that because that was me today. Oh, that was me today. I, I, I left. I, I left work. I went and got Burger King, which I should never do because it's like Taco Bell. It's always yeah, it's always, always a disappointment. Better than the practice, but I was parked in a parking lot just eating my lunch and listening to NPR, and I obviously clearly could have been you know stalking somebody. Yeah. What about the guy in the in the old truck who's slowly moving through your neighborhood and everybody thinks he's creepy, but really he's just trying to find his friend's house. Yep. You yeah. know, what What if that happens? So there was me uh, two weekends ago. I went through my old neighborhood, and I was I drove past my old house, and I drove past it like four times. Okay, that's creepy. No, dude, I wanted to check out my old house. I want to see what the people did to it. Oh. What, what did they do? They painted it. Uh, they ripped out a couple of the different flower beds, cut down a couple of trees. Uh, they finally got rid of all the old pool shit that was in the backyard, mm-hmm. so it all looks looks nice and clean. Improvements. I know we had talked about that, but then you, then, then you guys ended up moving, so. Yeah, like we were in the process of pulling all, all, the, all the pool stuff out and then we moved. But yeah, so it looks cool. Um, the trees in the backyard have grown like super, super tall. They ended up look, it looked like they ended up cutting a couple of them down. Wow. So, but it was really cool because my uncle's Japanese maple uh, that we planted um, after he died in 1999 was still there. So I thought that was kind of awesome. like they didn't do anything with the whole front flower bed. They had removed one other uh, flower bed though, but. So, yeah, it was kind of neat just to, you know, drive by and check it out again. A little reminiscing, you know. But, so, but, somebody could have called on you. I know, but that's my point. But what was I really doing? Ah, you were checking out a house that you used to live in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. It was not a public tree. It was not like I was actually in their yard. I was in the road still. So, it's and, not like I went. And with that telephoto lens. <laughs> no, I didn't have camera out. Actually, you know what I did? I lied. I did take a picture. No, I really, the, the most effective way that, um, that that I think we can curb the, the, the danger of human trafficking is um, what, what you know they've been saying. If you see something, say something. But, again, my concern about that is that people are generally less engaged in society as a whole 
because we're in our phones or, you know, we... Phone zombies. It's a lot easier to just not be connected. You know, you can. it's easier to just be in your own little world, whether you're looking at your phone or whatever, um, rather than to actually... To actually uh, you know, be that engaged and, and, and to say something or, or, or make a report or, or whatever. Yeah, I think that's just more important to being aware of your personal surroundings at, you know, opportune or the right time. Situational awareness. Correct. Get you some. Right, situational awareness. But that's something that we were kind of taught, at least I was when I was a kid. Which is which is kind of the prerequisite training that our Stranger, parents gave me which to danger. allow us to go out. Okay, but honestly, with the increased concern about human trafficking, do we not tell our kids that now? I don't not know. Really. No. I don't have kids that tell anything, so I don't know that aspect of it. But I do remember. I'd be interested to know if you if parents feel that they're doing more and making their kids more aware of danger and and to be on the lookout for things than than they feel like they were taught um when they were that age yes i think that that's that that's yes. that's some commentary i'd be interested in hearing about i mean do you and kirby talk about that kind of stuff with danny oh kirby's very on top of stuff, stuff like that with her yes and so am i for that matter but um yeah she 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 knows to be aware of her surroundings and uh, you know we've got we've done we've done the whole stranger danger thing and and you know what's what's acceptable behavior and what's not and you know um who she's allowed to get in the car with if you, and things like that so what's the password they give you did you do the password thing <coughs> uh we haven't done the password thing but okay. uh, really it's just like there, there's there's two other people in the world that she's allowed to get in the car with so uh <laughs> okay. we, we don't really worry about that too much Dana, do you do the password? No. No. But again, there's like you can get into the car with these people who are all blood relatives of yours and maybe the neighbor. Like that's it. I used to get in cars all the time. Just <laughs> walking the streets, getting in cars. Yeah. Walking the streets, getting in cars. Yeah. Hey, little boy. Yeah. Riding in yeah. cars with boys. When I was, like, you know, when I was around 14, we used car. to, you know, get, you know, because it our age range for our neighborhood was, you know, we had people that who were, you know, 12 to 18 all hung out together. So there was always one of us who could drive. So, but yeah, if somebody else's friend from school drove over to the neighborhood and they're like, hey, we're going to 7-Eleven and hop in the car. No question about it. I think, that, I, think that's, age. I think that's different, though. That's not like some adult that, I don't know that nobody knows i mean dude, when you're 12 and someone's 17 18 they look like an adult sometimes dude and i would just hop in their car yeah but no but i know but you know but you know them no i wouldn't it was, oh you didn't know them i didn't personally friend know of a them. friend it was a friend of a friend oh, well you knew your friend you trusted your friend and it was just you and him in the car or you and your friends in the car it mixed sometimes you know sometimes like you know so how you go over you're telling house. me that a guy gets in a car outside of your friend's house and he's like, hey, I'm going to 7-Eleven. You want to come with me? You're just going to hop in that car? Back then I would have. I've actually done that before too, yes. When I was young. All right, nine times out of ten, how, how often does he rest his hand on your lap? when you? <laughs> I don't think that ever happened. It's come, Master Kevin. So, all right. So, around the... Around the oh, that didn't come out right. <laughs> around the group here... 
what name your best way of helping to stop human trafficking ken be more aware of your surroundings and if you see something say something dana yeah same thing vigilance like keep an eye out and if you see creepy people like talk to them hey buddy how you doing why are you make them feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. oh that's my favorite thing to do i love making other people feel uncomfortable and write down license plates do do try and remember help the police or take a photo with your yeah whatever you can do your camera that's always in your hand yeah the phone that you're constantly staring at yeah don't don't just say brown camry uh give them at least the first three of the license plate you know narrow this thing down right right pete well let's see they took two two reasons the ones that we're gonna go with but i'll probably have to say uh just just keep make sure that you you teach your your children to recognize people that they that might have an interest in them that might be something somewhat unhealthy right on mine is teaching other adults making sure that other adults are informed properly of what the real problem is and not what they think the media is portraying it as I think that's important. While we're on that subject briefly, I will say that um, after I got divorced and before I started dating Kirby, I was on uh, plenty of fish for like three hours or something. And it, a day? It, it is alarming. You know, three hours. One, one, oh, one time. One block, three hours. Three hours. Oh, the, okay. the, the whole time I've ever been on and off plenty of fish, three hours. After that, I was done. The number of people, women, single women, who are trying to date and have pictures of their kids on their profiles is alarming to me. Wow. If yeah. there is a if I were a predator looking for children, it'd be the first place I went. Absolutely first place. It would just be too easy. So ladies, get your kids off the dating sites. Yes, and Facebook, get them off. Get them off social media. I don't know about that. Lock down your social media. Lock down your social Keep media. Keep yourself. But in terms private. of like a public dating profile, absolutely do not have pictures of your kids on there. If you can avoid it, don't talk about them at all until you're actually confident that you're that you know who you're dealing with. Be smart about it. So, all right. When we come back, internet trolls, Danon investigates. Danon is not ready, as you just first heard. He said, I'm not. So, we're going now to talk about internet trolls. Which apparently, the consensus of the rest of the group is is that I am just actually a troll. In general. Because I was just called... Not an internet troll. Just a troll. I was called a bridge troll troll. during the break. I was called an internet troll. Um... And about every other type of troll you could think of was slurred at me. So Slurred at you? I like that. But yes, he is a troll. I am not a troll. Yeah, you're the worst. You're a bad human being, and you shouldn't even do that thing that you're doing. Um, and that's the truth. I concur. Comment section. What do you think Jonathan's doing right now? To make us say these things, remember, he's not wearing pants. Mostly. It doesn't matter because internet trolls don't care. They just hate everything. And then there's the Russian trolls who hate the truth. I think that trolls don't necessarily... I think they're largely indifferent to a lot of things. They just like to argue. Yeah, I pretty much think they're terrible people and a little bit of cowards. Well, that's the case. I think they hate themselves more than anything. 
they hate sure. themselves more than anything. All right, yeah. maybe I am a troll. So it's a self-loathing kind of thing. Oh uh, yeah, I'm definitely a troll. Like I'm angry at the world, so I'm going to take it out on everybody. I'm not angry at the world. Right. <coughs> what about I'm the angry at a very album? specific continent, and I'm not going to tell you which one. Do you say there's a specific continent? He's he he's he's not he's not mad at the world. He's mad at a very specific continent. Greenland. Greenland it. is not a continent. I wasn't thinking continent. I was just yeah. geographic <laughs> location. Just let him have Greenland. Let him have it. I can have it. Yeah, just take it. Yes. It's yours. What am I gonna do with all the ice? I don't know. Whatever you want, man. Make snow trolls. Sell it to Nestle. South of Nestle. Hopefully, create a, I would create a. I would create a sanctuary for polar bears. Ooh, that's, that's smart. Look at you being smart. We're all being jerks over here. Problem is, how do you get there? We're all being trolls. Yeah, we're all being trolls over here. Capital Plus, you know, <laughs> thankfully, climate change isn't real. Otherwise, we'd totally be screwed. Um, but you can create all the sanctuaries for polar bears that you want. If the climate changes, the sanctuary is going to disappear. That's you true. just don't call it a sanctuary. You just call it something where they're just buying time. I don't know. What's a good name for that? Like a like a polar bear timeshare? Oh, I was just going <laughs> to say timeshare. Polar bear timeshare. Right. Running out the clock on polar bears. All right. It'll be just a polar bear zoo. Like That's all there is. It's just polar bears. People can come pay you to see them. Like a safari where, you, where, you, where you're going on snow cats and like... Yeah, and you need to see all the different polar bears. Right. But it's all indoors. And every so often, no you snow. and like in Jurassic Park, how they had the goat rise up to feed the T Rex, you just throw a goat out there and watch the polar polar bear fight over a goat. No, this is what I see when you say you just throw a goat out there. I see somebody picking up a goat and just hurling it over. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> that's exactly what would happen. That's pretty VIP pass. I don't think, I don't think Peter would be okay with that. No, why? Because I'm not okay with that. Why just, can't you, you feed them goats? You just throw You've a goat. Seen that. The goats go aren't pulp. part of their regular diet. The goat a pult? Well, okay, fine. S- throw a sea lion at them. Okay, heavy. that's fine. I, okay. No, no, no. You rig up an apparatus, kind of like a trebuchet. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, catapult. Yeah. 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 Well, and it's on top of the snow cat. So the seal a pult. It's like twenty the goat a pult. Dude, you can charge people like two hundred dollars to get to load it, and then you charge five hundred dollars for the person who gets to pull the lever. <laughs> People people would buy that like crazy. They would. They would. And you would, would. you would fund the polar bear sanctuary. Wait, do we have to go to Greenland <laughs> to do this, or can we just start firing animals? Can we go to the White House and start it? <laughs> I, can, I can think of a couple animals I'd like to fire right now. They're not doing their jobs. Who's that? Me. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, go to Pult. Yes, I agree. Go to Pult? Oh, I love the name. Goat a Pult. That was not mine. That was Danon. Danon oh. cut that out. That was a good one. I'll give you props for that one. That was a pretty good one. But you, you can you can imagine it. You can see it, right? Being on top mm-hmm. of the cag, pull the lever, and you can you have two levers too. No, but it is a trebuchet. But your family gets to jump in and be the counterweight. Oh, <laughs> so it's like a swing. Yes. Yes. Oh my word! I'm you know, there'd be so many takers on this, and that's the sick part. The sick part is how many people would pay to do this. Well, and, and then there'd be a row of kids with like cheap bows. Kind of firing at it to see if you can hit it on the way down. You yeah. are you are a money yeah, but, making but, machine but that, right now. I, but that, see, that's dangerous though because you're gonna hit the polar bear. I don't know if well, we should do that. These people that go no, no, to do like, this, it's like ski shoot. You shoot in the air. Yeah, it's gonna come down. Arrows come down. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
went sideways across the trajectory. Yeah. You guys are not getting Oh, it. you're talking about yeah. as it's like, going. Like, it's so launched from over here. A 90, you're here. 90 degree the angle over towards there. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then, okay. Perpen- perpendicular. Yeah. That makes sense. Because to I was totally thinking that everybody's still in the snowcat. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to let people go outside oh, no, where the no, polar no. bears were. There's a lot of staging involved with this. <laughs> yeah, no, this is so, a production, though. So do, yeah. do these there's people... There's a tram involved. Like, <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> so there's um, multiple snowcats. Siege towers we bring in. Oh, siege towers now, too, huh? Uh, sure, why not? Are they like guard towers? <laughs> Can we put little no. hats on the goats? <laughs> Like well, obviously, you don't want them to get cold, well, especially if they're fainting goats. Oh, oh like, especially if they're fainting goats? That would be the best ever. I mean, Can you imagine the little goats trotting along? He sees the polar bear just freezes and falls over. That's not, and that's not and really how it works. And then he just sits there fainting as it's getting eaten alive. I'm thinking that they're probably going to freeze midair. <laughs> Which would... Oh, the landing. Yeah. The landing. Like a loud noise go off and, like, midair it faints. Yeah. Yeah, the that's where we get by PETA. What it's like, they... oh no, no, they're not conscious when they land. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if they eventually the happening. polar bears get used to this and then they line up and they're like waiting to catch it, like you're playing five hundred? <laughs> and oh the, so and the... if uh, if if the goat catches a jackpot, the polar bear catches a jackpot, does he then get to work the trebuchet? Yeah, exactly. He gets like an extra bonus meal that day. Right. <laughs> Or lady polar bears. Yeah, because uh, you, but the problem is that you're the extra meal when the polar bear walks over to take over. <laughs> and he eats you. Well, no, but, we'll just trebuchet it over to him. That's <laughs> how everyone feeds polar we'll bears. Little, <laughs> solely by we'll trebuchet. put little tags on it that says this is for Bob only. 100%. percent have been doing it at the Detroit Zoo for you years. You named the polar bear Bob? Yeah. Okay. Why can't we name Why can't Bob? No, no, that's fine. Cool. It's cool. I'm, I'm down with that. I'm just, I was verifying. Are we going to well, have Steve? What would you name a polar bear, Ken? Ken. Right. Hmm? I don't well, know. Number one would be Ken. Polar Bear Ken? That would be polar the jerk Ken. one. I want to yeah. be the jerk polar bear. <laughs> I that, know, would, that would be fitting. I want to know what, what Ken would name a polar bear that would eat a goat. Pete. Well, they, that's too easy. <laughs> right now we're just naming people. <laughs> people in the room. <laughs> Chair. You know what? <laughs> you know what you're, you're just saying words. <laughs> Who, which, which polar bear would be the nicest one? J-Bo. The Jonathan polar bear? No. Oh, he, he'd probably be more of a jerk than the Ken one. He would he would bogart the lever on the trebuchet. Is what he would do. <laughs> it's my turn. Them it's my turn. Through, through behavioral training to operate the trebuchet, make like levers that their paws could hit. So they start this firing. Is, this is a goal. Fire a goat, and then you get two goats. So they're very like willing to feed the other bear. So, this, this so is here's, okay. So, so here's a question. Hold on, hold on. I got one more question, real fast. This this thing going through a lot of goats. Really fast. So right. how do we? Do we need to go to Greenland. Do we need to go to Iceland? Right, because that's the one that's actually green, right? Yes. Yeah, and then we take that one over too, and that's where we have the goat sanctuary. There is, there is, there is what would we uh, fire grass in, in, in Greenland. Would there be like a smaller trebuchet that fires food to the goats? Right, exactly. The goats will see it and they'll be like, oh, hey, I'm going to get some food. And then they get put in the one of the polar bear thing and flung in there. Exactly. Right down the food chain. That's right. That's right. Trebucheception. 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 And blow their little goat minds. That's right. That's right. I always want to see fanning goats in person. I think it'd be fun. And They're clap. the greatest thing ever. I and love go. that. Oh, what a defense mechanism. To faint. Yeah, what a defense mechanism. That's 
Let me become rigid and not pretend I'm dead to a predator. That's the worst. It's the worst defense mechanism that you could think of, probably. Or just, if you see a black bear, you're supposed to play dead. Well, you, or no, 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 brown bear. Yeah, you're supposed to play dead. Yeah, it's same thing. As long as they didn't see you alive first. Right, but the well, point. The point obviously, is, it's up on heart attack rules, and we'll know. Oh, he just had a heart attack. I'll leave him alone. He's obviously got enough going on. Or, or <laughs> they come over to you and start so doing CPR. <laughs> which which everybody mistakes for mauling and then they kill the bear. Right. And the bear was just trying to help everybody. Bears don't help. And that, my friends, is how, if we were on an internet Facebook post right now, how you would troll somebody who was trying to say something was bad about something or something was good about something. Because you just go completely off topic and try to showcase it as being something that it's completely not even about. And that's one way of how you can be an internet troll. From so what we're saying troll. is we've just trolled you with this podcast. Well, this whole podcast is just technically if that's the definition is a troll. Dana didn't want to talk about this, so Jabo trolled the pot the, the, the segment. Well, Dana actually started this because of the fact that he just posted a question on the topic post of our own group of where and I thought he was actually answering, asking you of like where the human trafficking is coming from, because like is he like is it local? Is it in Zimbabwe? Like where are we talking about human trafficking? So then I respond back with question marks to Danan, and he's like, "Jump the bunker. That's not helping." No, I just wanted to know where to find the. Yeah, because his phone wasn't because was... his phone wasn't updating the comments. Right. So then after that, we just kind of assigned him this post or a topic to him. This is really funny watching Pete go back and forth between everybody. <laughs> He's like over exaggerating his movements. I'm like right in the middle of Dana and he Ken. Makes me think of, he makes for me some think reason, of Batman, I have to look at them. For some reason, like, can't turn his head, so he turns his entire body. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's well, it's because I had this headset on. That's Cowl. Won't move. His Cowl. He can't turn his head because it's Cowl. Yeah. It's integral. It was, well, it, except it, was, for, it was National like, Batman Day the other day. Except for what? Dark Knight Rises? Oh, yeah, when he got the new one. He yeah. could finally turn. Yeah, he could, he could turn his head. After millions of dollars in R and D, finally found a cowl that can. No, no, he just he, he he drew the picture. He drew a picture and and gave it to um, Morgan Freeman and because Morgan Freeman's amazing, he, he he made it happen. Well, he is God. Yeah. So that just goes goes with the flow. Territory. Same thing. Okay. Semantics. The flowy territory. Of Greenland. Mm, and there we go. No full more, circle no more and bears. full circle. No more bears. Right, the dented, horrible, dirty circle. Yes. Yeah, we're that we've 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 shot that. <laughs> this idea is a sac- this is a sacrificing we circle. We shade that idea to a polar bear. <laughs> we did. It's almost like we gave it to the Russians. They can have it. Uh, yep. I bet there is one in in Russia already. A goat trebuchet. That's it was going to happen anywhere. It, it would that would happen in Russia. This is very true. Now, if we were talking about sheep trebuchets, I would say Australia. Or New Zealand. But, no. I think goat trebuchet most likely to be located in Russia. I feel like they would fire it out of a cannon. No. No, trebuchet. <clears throat> yeah. Like like a potato gun for goats. Mm-hmm. Well, sheep. Sheep. Because they're fluffier. They fill the pipe. And you just... Right. Boom. Tight I wonder what sound they do make. Oh, it sounds like a... <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a help you... We should do a very scientific uh, experiment. Yeah, just... Thump. 
and fade in the distance <laughs> as it goes towards the sunset. Speaking of goats, has anybody ever played the goat simulator video game? No. No. Would you well, ever? I have watched several hours of it being played with my children who will do shit like that. Wait, you're watching them play it or no. watching we were both watching a videos of other play people video playing it. This is a thing now. Yeah. It is. Oh, and we also had the very first uh, esports person on the cover of ESPN yesterday. Of ESPN magazine, they put an esports person on there. Yep. Oh my god! Did they show his worked out thumbs? Uh, no, Tristan? it was actually it was just his face. It was not Tristan. Mm, womp womp. Yeah, he he didn't make it. Poor fella. It's probably for the best. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Can we call esports an actual sport? Uh, in my personal opinion, yes. In the same way that fantasy football is a sport. Yes. Or, is fantasy football a sport? Because I don't think it's a sport. Talk to people who actually play fantasy sports about that. I wonder why it's all the sport. I don't get it. I feel like sport involves like physical activity, but I might just be old-fashioned. Yeah. I mean, there's Bowling a isn't a sport, sport then. Rather is fishing. I'm fine with that. I'm 100% okay with that. Golf is barely a sport. Yes, barely. It's a sport. Although I've worked my yeah. ass off playing golf. Well, golf takes a ton of skill. Yeah, it's about skill. Well, that's skills. so. A sport. So, so a does sport esports. Is about, okay, yeah, esports take a lot of skill too. Okay, so if a sport is about skill, because darts is a sport too, mm-hmm. and darts is all it's skill. A game of skill. It's a game. Is of it skill. a sport? I don't know. Could, Maybe, could may, you do it in an amphitheater in the uh, Greco-Roman times? Darts, yes. You could set up a dartboard, but they. But would by that you. standard, football and baseball aren't sports because they didn't exist yet. No, okay, but you so, could have them battle in you know, arena. You can't you can't have a kid sitting in front of a computer battling in an arena. Oh, I well, beg yeah. to differ. Yeah, you can. That is that that is exactly why that person was on the cover of ESPN magazine. Cuz that happened and they won. Yeah. Yeah, they do play these competitions in arenas. Giant so people go TVs. to sit and watch this happen on a jumbotron. Thing, yeah. Well, the other, my favorite just, one is it's the it's a comic. And I want to say it's by, like, um, Cyanide and Happiness, maybe. It's by that guy. But there's a guy who comes in, and he's talking to his friend, and his friend's just sitting at his computer, and he goes, what you what you doing? He goes, oh, I'm watching this guy play this video game. And he, the guy who was asking him was like, well, what do you, why would you do such a thing? You're not actually doing, you're not playing the video game. So why would you watch somebody else play the video game? Why do you watch football? Because it's fun. Yeah. So then the next strip in the comic is him sitting down on the couch, stuffing his face with popcorn, watching a football game. What's really the difference? There isn't a difference. But, okay, well, there's not a difference. Those are the same. But I guess I guess it is a sport. So what, what actually does make something a sport? Do you consider marching band to be a sport? Yeah, I think it just the, it the satisfies the PE. Well, I'm just asking school. because this actually, if this was actually a thing that I found. I don't know. For. I mean, you guys, marching bands do competitions. Yeah. So, but even when but, we weren't, but, but even it, when then we by that by that definition, esports is all is, is a sport well, that's because what I'm saying. you compete. Well, that's right. what I, that's what I'm so, saying. Is is sports something you can call anything a sport? Half as of long the shows as it's on the Food Network are now sports. Because yes, they're competitions. It's a t- no. The sport is a physical activity that you're. So ballroom dancing you know. is a sport. It would yeah. be more yeah. of a sport. Yeah. 
Well, hold but on. It's also... You said it's a physical activity. It's a, well, physical competition, I think, is kind of the original start of it. But it's well, okay. So brain NASCAR. activity is technically a no. physical NASCAR's... activity. Actually, you don't think NASCAR is a sport? Have you ever tried to it's drive a competition. your? No, 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 no. Hold on. Have you ever tried to drive no, a car? I get it's physically demanding. Without power steering, but it's not a sport. It is. It's it's a it's a, a wonderful the stress that competition their that body people goes can through enjoy healthily. The stress that their body sport. goes through is the same as if they ran two marathons by the time they're done driving. Maybe. How can that not? Be, how could you not consider that to be a sport? Because they're just sitting in a car. Okay. Well, let, okay. Let's go down. Let's go well, down. What do you think. think about a paraplegic then? Well, but see, you're assuming that. I care about whether or not something's a sport. Well, that's no, like, we're having, or that it's less of a something because it's not a sport. No, we're having it's this... a different something. It's better. I actually don't like sports. You know, to to not be a sport is a step up in my game. Uh, like football, baseball, basketball. Those are teams. Those are fields. Those are competition. And yes, there are those things in NASCAR where they're like, do they have teams? Yeah. They do have teams, actually. Yes. Okay. And I believe teams they and do. Points and no, I get it's all the things. Um, but I mean, we're having a con- the conversation is is what the definition we're trying to define what is a sport. Okay, let me ask. L- let's go around. Ken, what is not a sport? What is definitively not a sport that people do? Cooking. Cooking is not a sport. Is a cooking competition a sport? No, it's a cooking competition. It's a cooking competition, right? But it's physical, and, and it requires a high level of skill, right? So that's but what it's I'm not a sport. Is, Okay, so it's a, a cooking competition is not a sport, but darts would be considered a sport, the dart competition. What is the difference? I think it's an amalgamation of things. Competitiveness, skill, physical exertion, scorekeeping, and fan base. And whether or not someone will sponsor you to do it. Is there a professional circuit? Question mark. Will someone sponsor you to do it for a living? So okay. really all they're missing is sponsorship. And, and then MasterChef is a sport. So, no, well, MasterChef no, is... No, it's an amalgamation of those things. It's, it's like child pornography. I, I, I can't describe it, but I know it when I see it. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say cooking is a sport. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So based by, based and upon Ken's definition of sport, hold on one second, guys. Hold on one second. We're gonna sport. be right back. Sorry about that. We had to fix the situation that was going on. So we're talking about what is a sport, and the conversation is about cooking currently. Ken says cooking is not a sport. Danan agrees or disagree? I agree. I think far fewer things are sports than claim to be or should claim to be pete what are your, your take cooking or sport or not no i don't think cooking is a sport um based on earlier um ken's definition something that takes score really was the only thing that made cooking not a sport because cooking, there isn't cooking a point have, system there are scores there's, that's what i'm saying there's not a point system but you know i guess but the other is if there's, a, if there's you get points deducted for your your showmanship your presentation and all that stuff flavor, they don't say you get a seven they just say he wins okay let me ask you this guys do you guys think poker is a sport no yeah why it's a game of skill it's competition 
It so is a competition. That every is a fine competition word for it. can't be a sport. It requires physical exertion. Based on my definition, he's right. Physical exertion. Yeah, mental mental activity. It can be a physical exertion. Mental states are physical states. So book club is a sport now. If I just sit down and read the whole thing because it took a long time, it's now a no. sport. What if he was no. racing somebody? Nobody's going to sponsor you to be a professional reader. If you're going to try to be, become a professional reader. As a matter of fact, reader. judges for the Man Booker Prize are volunteers. And that's as close as you'll ever get so to actually being The problem is that we can't read. get sponsorship. Again, again, that's twice that the problem, the only problem was that we couldn't get sponsorship for it. Hold, hold on. I'm what I'm saying real quick is that if you're actually having a, like a speed reading contest, then yeah, possibly. Or if you're trying to have like, <coughs> well, then speed reading, yes, but we're talking about book club. I don't think book club is a sport. No, no we're gonna read the books and then and, and talk about it. And whoever has the best discourse, and, no, and the finest understanding, no, that's just is going to be king of book. But club. But there's not like where is the competitiveness in book club? Yeah, I, if you like, wanna... why are you competitive? Why are, why are you competing to be the bigger nerd? Why are you competing to be the best cook? I'm not. I'm just. Why are you competing to be the best the basketball only, player? The only right? thing I could see in book club being competitive with is that Susie reads books faster than me by a day, and she posts about it faster on Facebook about how she well, likes. Susie's a hoe. Exactly, right? so and that's how I. And it starts getting competitive, but I still wouldn't consider book club to be a sport. No, neither would I. Poker, I would because it's a it's a competition game. You can pay entry fees. All right, you know, Mr. Magic the Gathering. Is Magic the Gathering a circuit. sport? Yes. Magic the Gathering is a sport. Yeah. Is Dungeons and Dragons a sport? So card playing in general is a sport. There actually are competitive D&D leagues that do exist. <clears throat> so we're saying now that Dungeons and Dragons but, is also a sport. But if we're talking about my weekly session that I have with my friends on Friday nights as a sport, no. What's the difference? What's the difference? Yeah, you're competing to live in Dungeons and Dragons, right? Is the difference that you're not competing against somebody else? I'm not competing in Dungeons and Dragons on Friday nights to live or do anything. I'm just I play D and D to tell a story and have fun. What even would anybody compete in Dungeons and Dragons? I don't know. Uh, there's actually it's like a timeline thing where you have to do so many different events and you have to hit so many different things of the story, and whichever team does and gets the most points wins. Between what, the two teams competing. Couldn't the Dungeon Master just kind of rig that? No, they have a very specific <laughs> script that they have to follow. And we're saying that's a sport. Yes. So a completely made-up thing on top Mental. of an existing yeah. not-sport, if you just put points on top of it, now it's a sport. And competition. So book club is a sport because I'm going to start keeping track of how quickly you read the book. You get points for that, and now... Uh, the length of your discourse and the number of unique words that you've used are going to be worth points. And now book club is a sport. Well, if that's all you're doing to it, I would say, yeah, you're, you're making it a sport. Well, okay. So so what we narrowed it's it down to. It's a sport. It is a, a shitty sport. sport. So, so what like, is fishing a sport? No. Oh. So, <laughs> so what we've narrowed I'm not, I'm not disagreeing to. with you because I'm just thinking of all the fishing people who are going to be like. But you're again assuming that that's me saying it's less of an anything. And you're assuming the people who fish are going to be listening to this podcast. Well, yeah. But... It's just saying like, oh, hey, that's a couch. No, it's a love seat. Well, why do you hate couches? No, it's no. just a love seat. I'm just saying the word is being misused. Technically, this is exceptional. I'm not saying fishing is any worse than anything else. It's just not a sport. It's a wonderful competition. It's a healthy exercise to get out there, and it's a game of skill and thought and, and talent. 
it's not a sport. I've actually had this conversation fishing, I going. Think fishing's but more about pure luck. I've actually had this basic same conversation about sandwiches for going on. This started in mm-hmm. 2008, so about 10 years now, with my friend Alex, who is a um, philosophy instructor at um, a local college. And What uh, constitutes a sandwich? Exactly. What is a sandwich? Two pieces of bread. With something in the middle. Something in the so middle. a patty melt is a sandwich, not a hamburger. Yes. yes. A hamburger is just a different name for the meat sandwich. sandwich. So a hot dog is a sandwich? So where do you draw the line between a mm. hamburger and a sandwich? You don't. It's just you don't. a different it's the part same of the menu. Thing. Yeah. It's just, you say it's just on a different part of the menu? Yeah. So if I went upstairs right now and, and, and made you a ham sandwich, I could I would be justified in calling it a hamburger. Sure. No. Wait. What? That's like yeah. That's like saying I'm gonna go upstairs and pour you a sprite. And I'm gonna call it a coke. It's like well, if a equals you can call it whatever you want. But then what sprite. makes it a sandwich versus a hamburger? You're saying hamburger you're saying hamburger is, and sandwich are the same thing. Sandwich so is, a equals is the B. umbrella. The hamburger is under what, that in like, a subcategory. Yeah, of a hamburger is a style of sandwich. Is what he's saying. It just he called a hamburger because that's what's in that particular. So sandwich. why would I call a hamburger a hamburger? Why would I just call it a, a beef sandwich? You can call it a beef sandwich. Boom. And it would be just as perfect. Ground beef sandwich. Because you can call a hamburger a hamburger without it being in the bread. Right? Because it's a hamburger. No, it's a patty. Hamburger patty. It's a hamburger, hamburger patty. patty. Right. right. Technically, so, hamburger So if you put it is, in the bread, it becomes a hamburger Technically speaking, sandwich. hamburger is a type of meat. Because it doesn't become a hamburger hamburger. It's a, it's, it's, a cut of, it's a cut of meat. Right. So it's a hamburger patty. And then if you put it in bread, you can call it a hamburger patty... Again, if you want, or you can call it a hamburger sandwich, because it's a type of sandwich, subcategory. So, if I put a spoon between two pieces of bread, do I have a spoon spoon sandwich? sandwich. Yes, you do. It's exactly what you have. So, what happens if I put three pieces of bread together? Still a sandwich. You have a bread sandwich. I have a bread sandwich. Yeah. So, what if it's just two pieces of bread? What if it's one piece of sandwich? What, what if it's just one, one piece of bread? Is what you got. Is, what's one piece of bread then? Is that a sandwich? No, it's a one piece of what bread. What if I fold in half? Then it's a sandwich. Well, now you've essentially made it two pieces. But it's They're still, but it's not, connected. Connected. it's not But if separated. I take, so, so, but, so if I take a piece of bread and I put meat on top of it. Right. It's not a sandwich. No. It's not an open face sandwich? Nope, it's just well, a piece of meat on bread. I'll go with open face sandwich. But it's no, still a No, sandwich. because the definition it's of sandwich then, is bread, something bread. Well, it's a subcategory of, again, you have to have the hamburger is that category, and then the you broke your sandwich and left half of it off, but it's still, we understand, bread. I just think it's meat what about bread. What about the double down? Is What's that a sandwich? Down? What's the double down? The double down was the thing from KFC, which it was a chicken patty on top of a chicken patty on top of a chicken patty. No, that was just a meat abomination. <clears throat> well, but they called it a sandwich. Well, they're, it, it was under their sandwich header. KFC. You it was it was you, stacked right? meat. That's what that was. Stacked meat. But there's breading around the chicken. Mm, it doesn't matter. What do you, whoa, 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 what do you mean it doesn't matter? That's breading. It's bread. It's breading. It's, it's the same thing. No, it's not. Technically, it's not. So with that, it's not if even I made close it out of same. bread so crumbs wait, wait, wait. So and the fried I chicken is it, a sandwich if you're going to count breading. What's that? Then it's just mad. Fried chicken would be a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Exactly. But you can't count bread. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's a coating, it's not a, a bread. coating, not a it's bread. A, yeah, because it's completely surrounding. It's completely encomp- encasing yeah. meat. That doesn't always completely encompass. That could be parts missing. Well, that means you're just poor at doing your job. That means you're bad at making chicken. 
Well, it's not my fault these people work there. Anyways. But it's your fault you believe it's a sandwich. <laughs> it's your fault that you believe No, it shouldn't be a sandwich by that definition. It's No, it's, it's not. Because okay, it's not so, two pieces so this of is gonna bread. Be, this is going to become it's heat paradox now. Flour. This is the best part about this. So now we're into the heat paradox where at what point do you take a, a piece of dried bread and you make it into breadcrumbs and then you use it to coat a piece of chicken and fry it? At what point does those does that bread and those breadcrumbs not become bread? Where does that you lost part bread happen? Crumbs. Yeah, because br- but it's still bread. at what point during the toasting process does it become toast and not bread? Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, What's well, toast? The is, okay, folks, toast is bread. It's toasted bread. It's toasted bread. But you once you once you crumble that piece of bread, it's no longer a piece of bread. Well, then it's no longer a piece of bread if it's toasted. Yes, it is, because yes, it's toasted, toasted bread. bread. We just don't say all the words all the time because it's clunky and annoying. Yeah. So if I have a pill yeah. and I mash that pill up, it's not a pill anymore. Then. No. No, it's not. It's still whatever drugs it was. It's just not a pill. Not a pill. So if I take a kilo of cocaine and turn it into a pill. Right. Mm-hmm. Is it it's a no pill now? Cocaine. Yes, it's a yeah, pill of cocaine. It's a pill. Because you've made a pill. If I take, if I take a kilo of cocaine and, and mix it in with yogurt. Right. Is it, yogurt is it delicious? <laughs> is it delicious? It depends. <laughs> on the How yogurt? much of it are you going to eat? On what the yogurt? Cocaine? All of it. You're going to eat the whole thing, the whole kilo? I didn't spend my money on a kilo of cocaine to not consume it. At one time? In yogurt form. But over, I, I, can't eat a, I can't eat a pound of yogurt at one time. It's going to take a while. Well, that's why I want to know pace yourself. It's a marathon, not a sprint. You still haven't convinced me that breadcrumbs are not bread. Yes, we did. No, you, you haven't. You just haven't let us convince you. You're like a Trump supporter. You're Listen, once you once you crumble a piece of bread, it's no longer a piece, piece singular of bread. Okay. Now, if you take uh, now take, it's breadcrumbs. If I, now it's right. breadcrumbs. If I take a piece of bread, right? And I and pretend I actually had one. So, at what point does it? What what? Uh, th- so, is there a line between? Bread and breading, that's crouton? If well, you and if so, what, where does that and point? And put a piece of meat in them, it's still You sandwich. have a sandwich. You have a sandwich. Because a crouton is a piece of bread. Right. So if you take a what, crouton... Take a crumb, what is the difference? What is the difference? I'm not, ta- I'm not talking about making a sandwich now. Okay. I'm talking about what point does bread stop being bread, become a crouton, then become... Breadcrumbs? Breadcrumbs. I, I, think, it's a, I think it's about size and quantity. Like if you if so, you broke up this is my point. This is actually pieces. the heat which paradox, is, which becomes completely no, arbitrary. No, no, it no. is. You you it's, know what the heat paradox is, right? So you Ratio. can take that piece of bread. Like let's say you smash it up to a <clears> tiny <throat> crumb, and that tiny crumb is now a piece singular, a piece of bread. And so if, if you took that piece and you put it on a piece of meat, and you took a tiny little crumb and put it on the other side, technically by definition, you would have a sandwich. As long as the ratio so, was still... Or if I took it and put it on a salad, I would be entitled to call it a crouton. You just right. proved my point, though. You just said if I took one crumb right. and a piece of meat and right. another crumb, right. I would have a sandwich. Right. A fried chicken patty, then, is a sandwich by itself. No, because you're you're having multiple pieces of crumbs. It's breading. Okay, so... That's so, the heat that's paradox. Like and what, so do you take what away? What is the number of bread crumbs that makes it not be... Crumbs and start being breading, breading, breading. Yeah, more than one. Because so two, two pieces so of two so pieces, two pieces, of, pieces of, crumb. of bread is breading, right? Not a sandwich. Correct. So if you put two pieces, if you put two pe- two crumbs on this piece of meat, 
and then two crumbs on the bottom, you wouldn't have a piece of bread on both sides. You would have pieces of bread, and that would be breading, because breading is plural. So more than two. No, two or more. On the top. Two or more per so side, you're that's what you're telling me? Two crumbs of bread. Two crumbs of bread on, on the top. On a piece of chicken. And two crumbs of bread on the bottom. You wouldn't have a sandwich because it would be covered in breading. But if you took one crumb on the top and one crumb on the bottom, they would it would be in between two pieces of bread. So if while if while I'm eating sandwich. the sandwich, right, a piece of bread breaks off. It's still no underneath of the sandwich. It's okay. no, but it's no longer connected to the to the rest of the bread. Right. I'm no longer eating a sandwich. Yes, you are. No, How? you just said that listen, it wasn't. No, because there's now two pieces of bread on the underside of my sandwich. No, you said broke off, as in fell away. That's yeah, the same separated. Thing. Separated, but you still have a piece. So that so if you break something in half, no, they're both I, still there. I'm holding I'm holding one piece with this hand and one piece with this hand on the other side of my sandwich. Oh, you're holding the broken. Yeah, let's say it's together. a it's a it's a really juicy burger and the bun got soaked and it kind of broke apart a little bit. Okay, but they're still both on the underside of the burger. Am I at that point eating a sandwich? You have a mess. Is what I do have a mess. Have a mess. I absolutely do it. But is I that a messy that sandwich? Or is it a messy something else? It used, it's to, a be mess, a it used to be a sandwich, but now it becomes now kind a, of like a, a soupy mess. So now it's a breaded hamburger? Well, now you've got a challenge. Kind now of, it's yeah. a sport because you have to try and figure out how now, to get that into your mouth. <laughs> now it's a sport, and we start to take store. Well, score if this was an eating competition, it would be a sport. Except for it wouldn't because that's not a sport. Eating is not a sport. You don't think eating? I won't. I won't. Eating, I won't. I won't concede that eating is a sport. Okay, but okay, let's let's go into eating. Because if sport. it was, I'd have gone pro a long damn time ago. Well, what about what about the hot dog competitions? That, Those people have sponsors. They do. They, they win have money. Competition. There's points. There's points. Why is that not a sport? Is there a point system for that, or is it just how, how many you eat? The well, point is how many you eat. The, oh yeah, you get one point, point for each hot dog. You get one point for each hot dog. Why is that not a sport? Going by your definition of sport. Well, so he said it's not. Let's get everybody's opinion first. Is it a sport or not? No, I just think it's sick people being sick. <laughs> Dana, is it a sport or not? Clearly, I am against everything being a sport. Well, yeah, you just don't think sports exist. You're... They do. If it's not in the They're Olympics, just... it's not a sport. <laughs> Wait for it. It'll be there. Hot dog eating? Oh, They're yeah. They're already talking about the Olympics having esports. Okay, see, I don't, I don't like that. As an exhibition, maybe one, one, one Olympiad, sure. We'll, we'll give that a try, but permanently part of the Olympics? Why don't they I don't do their own it. X Games or whatever? Like, none of those things made it into the Olympics, and it's a better well, thing for it. Well, actually, some of them are in the Olympics. Are some X Games, now, are X but... games yeah. a sport? I would like to say they are. X yeah. Games are a sport. Skateboarding is a sport. you can break your damn neck doing that. I think that's a fair Riding addition to the, to the title sport. of sport. I agree that it's all a sport. I, I haven't, but, you but guys haven't is, told me something that's not... I know one thing that's not a sport right but, now. But the I thing haven't. is, What's not that? everything can be a sport. Why should everything be a sport? Why should it? Why does it matter? Can we just find a new word for Because everybody sport? wants to be good at something. Everybody wants to be a sportsman. They want to be an athlete no, in some kind don't. of way. No, they do And especially the esports. That's the difference there. Are esports an athlete? Are, are they athletes? Mm-hmm. Are they a well, normal a definition? What's the definition of an athlete? I mean, I mean, yeah, you have to define your definition now. Well, look it up. What does it say? Athletes play sports. What the, what's the definition of athlete? Okay, and are the people that, that do esports, are they That's athletes? too derivative. You can't say that athletes are athletes play sports. Well, we're going to find out the definition. Who plays sports then? Athlete. A person who is proficient in sports <laughs> and other forms of physical exercise. 
physical exercise. So wait, our, wait. A person who is skilled in competitive track and field events. They didn't need that additional definition. No, well, that was kind of redundant. Yeah. Okay, so. with An boys, animal, such as a horse or a dog, that competes in races and other sporting events, or has qualities such as stamina and agility. Stamina being the keyword there for esports. Stamina for esports? And agility. Because you play a game for an hour, that's of stamina? Of a human athlete. So is stamina being able to sit down for an hour and play a video game? Is that stamina? You can't cramp up. <laughs> you can't? No, because that's what I'm saying, but is that... St- yeah. um, no, what if I you mean, did? No, I'm sure there is a certain amount of stamina involved, and I'm not trying to, to knock anything by saying it's not a sport. It's just not a sport. So... Are the people that are in esports are they athletes? Which Did is they all question. grow up hating athletes and sports, and that's why they play video games? Is it insulting to now make them athletes playing sports? So the first definition of sport, of sport, go to amuse oneself. That's the definition. Well, that's masturbation. I think you're reading the wrong. <laughs> no. Hey, that's I'm stamina. Not. Competitive masturbation. Here we go. Right? So technically, he's going pro. Is so, that Chris Perez? Well, that's angry kid. masturbation. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I'm so glad I that you the, could I not remember, see what just happened. I remember the first time he ever did that. I laughed for 20 minutes on the floor. That was at your apartment. What? Because <laughs> he actually did that in the store. I know. Every morning. He was like, yeah, go get some. <laughs> okay. I know this guy. He did do that, yes. Yeah, that, happened. that happened. I'm not making that up. Yeah, that's true. You know what's really funny, though? You know how you're not supposed to um, use the word to define the word? Yeah, in the definition of the word, yes. Yeah, so I'm on <coughs> WebstersDictionary.com, right? Okay. Definition B. Definition of sport. B of sport, okay. Sport. To engage in a sport. That, no, you can't do that. Right. Oh, but you can. <clears throat> but yeah, the first, the definition one, A, to amuse oneself is considered a sport. So solitaire is a sport. Solitaire, masturbation. So poker's on board. Everything's on board. Everything. Every single thing. Ever since Windows 95, playing solitaire, spider solitaire by myself in class, I was engaging in sports. You were an athlete. You've been an athlete athlete this whole time, didn't even know it. I feel so lied to. I want to go pro in competitive Lego building. Right. Hey, it's a sport. Apparently. Let's just call everything a sport. Everything is a sport. Right, now. seriously, what have we come up with that isn't a sport? There's nothing. nothing. There, everything... Based on that definition, everything is a sport. Okay. What we're doing right now is, is a sport. sport. Is a sport. Right. And if the five people that are listening to this, they are also engaging in a sport because hopefully it amuses trying not them. to turn this shit off. We're right. not amusing right. themselves just at that like, point, though. We're amusing them. Fuck are these guys? Yeah, they're, they're side commentaries, uh, a la MSTK3000, is what's amusing them. Right, so congratulations, listeners, you're athletes. You are a sports fanatic. Congratulations. <laughs> and just to let everyone who's listening know right now, you've all just been trolled. We'll be right back. Tired. 
And you just heard it from Pizza this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And I want to know what just happened from everybody in the room. What makes the best pizza? Okay, so going back to our sandwich. No, I don't know what does. I guess it depends on what ingredients you like. I happen to think a good pizza um, has to have a flavorful sauce and a ton of toppings. Like one ton, one metric ton. A metric ton, a metric f ton. So if we take one piece of sausage off the top of it, is it no longer good pizza? No, because collectively there still could be like the amount of a a variety, a variety of toppings, and a lot of that variety. For the record, I am in the same boat as Pete. The more toppings, the better. Unless, unless, well, you know what? That even goes for Chicago style, which is like my favorite style of pizza. Is Chicago style. And it's usually full of flavorful sauce, and there's a ton of toppings underneath. And I think that is what makes a good pizza. And that's why Little Caesars just doesn't cut it, because there are three pieces of pepperoni, and there's small, thin layer of cheese, and they're almost nothing sauce. Is It just doesn't work. It's, that's cardboard. It's, it's cardboard. Every now and then, every now and then, I like a good hot and ready. Well, that's because it's no. cheap and quick. Oh, you're American. Do you like we the hot and ready or the extra most bestest hot and ready? Well, because they no longer put just the three pieces of pepperoni <clears throat> if you buy the $7 version. If you buy the $5 version, it's three pepperonis per slice. If you buy the $7 version, it's like six pepperonis per slice. Regular hot and ready. And not because it's, I just, I like the taste every, occasionally, and this is like once, maybe twice a year, I like the taste of a Little Series pizza. That's just it. Now, 95% of the time, the more toppings, the better. Personally speaking, my favorite pizza, Detroit-style pizza. Okay. And what makes it a Detroit-style pizza? Square. Uh-huh. Um, usually the sauce is not in a conventional location. Um, a little bit thicker crust, usually buttered around the edge so it's crispy. Mm, yeah, I can get yeah. behind that. The yeah. cheese is kind of burnt on the edges. Um, for those of you who don't know or experience the Detroit style pizza, you're missing one of the finer things in life. Go to Buddy's Pizza anywhere in the Detroit area. Go to Louie's. They have the best Detroit style pizza. Mm. Yeah, better than the, uh, it's usually the New York, Chicago, but really the middle ground is where it's at. You don't want it too thick. You don't want it too thin. I like me a well done Chicago style pizza. If I'm if I'm gonna get a thick crust, I want I want it well done. If I get a thin crust, I'm torn. Sometimes I like it when you fold it in half still, for the thin crust. And other times I like it when it's really super. Crispy. I like it. I like a piece of pizza that's got so many toppings and it's so loaded down that you have to eat it with a knife and fork. Agreed. So that you can't pick it up. So the actual like definition of a pizza pie. Yeah, oh. I guess if you want to call it that way, yeah. Yeah. Now my now beaten. I've said that my favorite style of pizza is Detroit-style pizza, but my two favorite pizza places in the entire world, and it's a tie, I do have two favorites, neither one of them serves Detroit-style pizza. What are they? Uh, it's a place in uh, Indian River, Michigan, called Vivio's, uh, and it's, a, it's just a standard round pizza, um, but they make their own sauce, everything's in-house, they've been doing this, they've been making the exact same pizza for 70 years, and it's amazing. My other favorite pizza is Kelly's Venture Inn in Rogers City, Michigan. Completely different round pizza, 
same basic concept, but their sauce is different, um, and they load the pizza. Like you, if you order a super, you're gonna get the there's there's an inch of toppings on top. That sounds delicious. It is fantastic. So so, so what's your favorite place to get pizza locally? <clears throat> uh, locally, I like to go to uh, John's over in Davison. Okay. Again, they do a good job of loading the pizza. In terms of like topping count, very generous with the toppings. Um, it's close to it's close to Kelly's, but the sauce isn't quite right. I've never found another sauce like that. But um, also, uh, we hit Lorenzo's uh, or Pizza Mia in Grand Lake. Uh, mine, mine for local would be Luigi's. Davidson Road, their thin crust is outstanding. That's probably one of my favorites overall. And then um, Guido's in Grand Blanc is also very, very good, and they load it up pretty good, too. See, I didn't like Guido's. No, I, I didn't care Guido's. for Guido's either. Guido's it was okay, good. but yeah, didn't we make my together, top ten. Didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. I just wasn't, that just wasn't my thing that night. What about you, sir? Danon? Uh, pizza for me is, is always like a, a middle of the road. Like, I like a good pizza. Right. I like a bad pizza. You know, the... It, so you, it, you've it never had never... a real bad pizza. Right. I, I mean, I have. pizza's one of those things like, you know, I'll eat gas station food. Like, there's a certain level of terrible that I enjoy. Uh, and there's... there's little Caesars. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah, and that's what the yeah. Little Caesars pizza is. Is You're See, like, oh, this is the same mm. shitty pizza I've been eating my entire life. It's safe. It's home. Uh, but I've only ever once had a pizza that was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And it was a seafood pizza of all things, which I did not see coming. Uh, but it was in Belize. Like, we just, like, randomly ended up at this place down a road and had, oh, I guess we're near the ocean. Let's try this thing. And it was, like, fucking amazing. And it was in Belize? Yeah. Like, that's never going to happen again. Right. That's pretty awesome, uh, though. Yeah. So my normal go-to, and this is a question I have for you guys, since you guys are kind of bad-talking my normal place of Little Caesars. But, but, this is the thing. It's too commercial. No, hold on. I don't go to Little Caesars for an actual normal pizza. I go to Little Caesars for a stromboli. Have you ever had a Little Caesars stromboli? Stromboli is a sandwich. It is technically a sandwich. Yes, it is. Well, actually, it's not, because it's just a piece of bread folded over. So is it oh, but we talked about folding bread we in did, half and did, te- making it a sandwich. That's right, we did. But it's, it's not be. in half. It's anyways, not. anyways, but uh, no, I have not had a Stromboli from uh, <coughs> Little Caesars. You've never, and you've lived here how long? Well, it's because I avoid Little Caesars. Why would you voluntarily go to Little Caesars when you have so many other places around here? Because their Strombolis are awesome. Okay. And you can only get them in Michigan. I've had Stromboli from Little Caesars. It's good. They're really, really good. And the best one to get it, if you're going to test it, you're going to test my theory on all this. All right, all right. Go to the one on Bristol Road across from Kroger's between Fenton and 475. You're out of your mind. No, I'm not out of my mind. I just had it this weekend. I used to get the one, I used to get the one on Hill Road uh, in the Triangle, and it was good. Dana, have you ever had a Stromboli from Little Caesars? Not from Little Caesars, no. I do it was, like it was a good, good Stromboli. They're very, very good Strombolis. I highly, highly would recommend them. All right, well, I got, well, while we're talking about Little Caesars, if you guys have a... Uh, what is your mainstream pizza place that you would go to? I mean, we talked about all our favorites. Is it Domino's, really? I'm a Domino's guy. I'm a pizza guy. Although, I don't even like we've, been, we've been liking Cottage Inn lately. Yeah. Cottage Inn is good. Kirby likes the white sauce. Yeah, sure. And they've got a good white sauce, chicken pizza. 
yeah. they just put a Domino's by us, and I don't care for it. I will, uh, when I lived up north, there, I, when, when I lived up north, I had no Domino's. If I'm being cheap, it's Domino's. If I'm gonna buy a pizza and I'm not getting a Stromboli, it's and I want chain, it's probably Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut is the worst. The one in Davis. I love the. Oh, but I, I love I, I love Pizza Hut pizza made with the sweet sauce. Hmm. I haven't had that. Yeah, but my, my well, you know the the, the, the sauce that you in. the sauce that you dip the breadsticks in is different than the sauce they put on the pizza. Really? Yeah. yeah. The sweet sauce, which is what you, they serve you with the breadsticks, have them put that on a pizza. That's an interesting idea. It's yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a game changer really different. for sure. It's totally different. Yeah. I'll have to try that, but I my, I would choose cottage in generally. So, my favorite pizza and stromboli is pepperoni, sausage, and mushrooms. That's my favorite, like, go-to. However, I've been experimenting lately. And my favorite pizza, if the place will make it, is with a white sauce, chicken, sausage, pepperoni, Bacon, spinach, and mushrooms. It is awesome. Okay, I believe you. Yes, you're really, really good. So my my but favorite for... pizza was from a place that has long since closed down called Cerrone's. And it didn't close down because it was bad. It closed down because the owner had health issues, the cook. Um, it was called Cerrone's, and it was a white pizza. So it was a white sauce, but it had garlic, uh, garlic loaves on it. Um, cauliflower, chicken. Oh, you lost me. Cauliflower. No, trust me. Cauliflower, chicken, onions, and it was. And I don't even like onions. Everybody who knows me knows I hate onions, but that pizza. Oh, and I had tomato on it too. That pizza was fantastic, and the place closed down, and the guy because he couldn't make pizzas anymore. He, he posted his recipe online and, and I had missed it and I couldn't get it before it came down and so we'll never have it again and it makes me very very sad I'm sure we could put a uh, an APA out for it and we'll find it for you yeah because it so was so if you have that best. recipe send it to us let's make Pete's life complete yes let's do it so I have two things I like um, Jonathan talking about his toppings and stuff like that I generally like a meat to vegetable ratio of 50 to 50 50 or better. Um, at least 50 50. I'm not a big meat only guy. There's, I want I want it to be 50% vegetable or more. I would like to, but there's so many vegetables that are the standard for pizza that I just don't like. I don't like green peppers, <coughs> I don't like olives. You know, so it's really hard and I really don't care for onions on pizza, you know. What so about pineapple? Like, I pineapple's fine. Uh, with certain toppings. I wouldn't put it on my chicken sausage pepperoni pizza, but I've definitely put it in. I put it in Trumbullies before, you know, and different things of that nature. But yeah, did, did you guys have Dolly's Pizza back in the nineties? No, around here, mm. we used to have Dolly's Pizza in Fenton when I was growing up, and they used to have a special where you could get unlimited. You could get unlimited toppings on one pizza, and one topping on another. Now, if you have small kids in the house, and I'm sure Dana knows exactly what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, pepperoni pizza, that's all there is. It's the only kind of pizza that exists for ki- for small yeah. kids is pepperoni. For sure. But we used to get pizza with every topping they had except anchovy. And I'm not anti-anchovy. I just don't like it cooked on the pizza because it, the, the flavor spreads. I have, I'll have i have anchovies on the side and toss one on my, on my slice. But they used to put everything on it. 
hot peppers, pineapple, all the vegetables, all the meats you could think of. And it was fantastic. I don't think I can handle that. Mm. Sounds like the perfect pizza. Black olives, green olives, oh, oh. peppers, oh, green olives. I wonder if that special in particular is where your love of all of the things on pizza I think comes maybe from. It, it did. probably is. I think maybe it did. Although I honestly can't remember if my love came from that or I loved it so much because I could get that. Mm, true. Because we never had that option. It was always like, pick two. Maybe if it was three. like a big night, you get three. Right. Or something. Yeah. If it was like a birthday party, or you had a yeah. bunch of friends over. Right. But it was like almost. But they always had, the, the Supreme always had like five or six toppings on it. That was yeah. that was the most you get on a Supreme. That was when I was a kid. That was the adult pizza. Yeah. The Supreme. Pizza. Yeah. 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 My parents. I I live for the day when my kid expands her palate and starts ordering other things on a pizza. It's going to be such an amazing. Journey. Is it still just pepperoni? <laughs> Well, well, that's when you know when they're starting to hit adulthood, right? It is still pepperoni. They they start they start adding like green peppers. <clears throat> like the day they I tried add... I tried to add bacon, which she loves. Yeah, the won't, day won't they ha- the day it. they add green pepper to their pizza, they are now an adult. Wait, what? Right. What? So I'm not an adult. No, because kids won't right, have green peppers on their pizza. Yeah, we, we you're not an adult. Some kids are still eat green peppers. Wait, 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 wait. Why am I not an adult all of a sudden? Because I don't want green peppers on my pizza. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much the defining Great. characteristic of adult. I hate you all. <laughs> <laughs> <Such> bullshitters. <laughs> also, the first time you ever think, ooh, I better floss. <laughs> Adult. Adult. Right. Well, I've done that. Or the first time you say to yourself, oh, it's 8 o'clock, I'm tired. <laughs> Adult. Dude, Adult. I say that at 8 a.m. <laughs> I know. I gotta get up early in the morning. I yep, gotta, I, I gotta, gotta get up day. early in the morning. Adult. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever said that. There's too, there's too much. There's too much snow out there. I'm not going outside. Adult. Well, I've said that before. Adult. I said there's not even snow out there right now. I don't want to go out there. <laughs> so, Dana, what's your uh, what's your favorite pizza toppings? Uh, mine's a, a like a Hawaiian is my my go to kind of favorite. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah, you know, I might sprinkle some olives or something on there, but oh. just you know, ham, pineapple, cheese, good crust. Let me ask. Let me ask you guys this: If you have pineapple on a pizza, do you have to have ham? No, <clears throat> no, you don't. No, you, you have don't. to have you some don't. version of pig. Yeah. Do you have to have some? Do you have to have a person like bacon? No, you don't have to. Yeah. But it's just so much better. Why would you not? Well, right. I agree with you. I'm just, I'm just asking. Yeah. Oh have yeah. You ever no. had a, have you ever had a vegetarian pizza with the ad, had pineapple on it? It's not yeah, horrible. I yeah, it I have. Right? It's not horrible. It's not the worst no. thing. Ever. If you put bacon on it, would it be better? Yes. Well, obviously, <laughs> right. bacon makes everything better. By the way, by the way, at Buddy's Pizza, you can order a pizza and it has a pineapple ring on each slice. Oh wow, nice! So my favorite pizza, the local places are. Um, my favorite place used to be Bobo Malley's. Really, Elwood's? Yeah, it's called Elwood's <laughs> now. They used to have. I loved their sauce. It was my favorite. I used to love getting pizza from there, but it was always so expensive. Isn't Bubba O'Malley's a conglomeration of Bubba's and O'Malley's? They used to be. Yeah, it's kind of like the blue collar. It was the blue collar or something. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't know what it is. It keeps changing, and it's just dark in there, and it's kind of dirty. And the lighting is awful. I haven't been in there in a while, but the lighting. I don't know what they have going on there. When was the last time you were there? Mine was over at least two years ago. Oh no, Um, my parents like to go there, so we've been there in the last couple of months. But every time I go there, it just because lighting is important to me. You've been there. We went there once. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. We had OMAX meeting. I agree with you, Dana, and it's pretty bad. We had an OMAX thing there one night. OMAX group party. 
I don't know what these two are talking about. No, you're right. We did. Yeah, yeah I remember that now. Either. Yeah, it was we, awful. I, I left earlier. We this is, this is what it's called the when windows. the podcast goes off the, the rails. The I believe. Yes, I remember. Just... It was awful. I left early. I think everybody left early. Nobody's paying attention. We haven't had a no max reading in quite a while. I'm paying attention. Somebody should make that happen. Anyways, pizza. So okay, Danon likes a Hawaiian. I was about, is no, we already done with that. I was talking about my local favorite places. I oh, had, I hadn't got to my part yet. You didn't just, get to your part, and I said Bubble Mally is Bubble used to be my favorite. And then, and then, and now my favorite right now is Zippy's in Swartz Creek. Zippy's. Zippy. He bought a Zippy's. It's pretty good. It's okay, but it's not the best. It's a little on the greasy side. It's like a greasy good pizza. It's a good pizza. It's a greasy. Oh, good like pizza. like like um, what is it? Jets. No, it's Jets not. is a greasy pizza. Well, it's not like Jeff's. Hungry Howie's is a greasy pizza. Hungry Howie's is a greasy pizza. I yeah. like their flavor crust option though. Yeah, they they're good. Yeah, yeah, they got some good 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 flavor combos. You want a good like hearty cheese on your pizza pizza though? Not it's, really. It's, no. You don't like the cheese part of the pizza? Oh, I like it just fine. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? Trolled. I'm not saying, but he trolled me for a second there. Anyways, but that's the beast pizza. Just they have wind, nice... the wind out of his sails. A nice, good cheese bed. And that's what, to me... Another characteristic of a Detroit-style pizza. Yeah, good like, Yeah, hefty good cheese. cheese. Sometimes, like, it just, like, it just like, runs off the slice. Mm, and, yeah. yeah. If there's no, if there's not a good layer of cheese on the pizza, it's shit. Do they still do cheese in the crust as a gimmick at these places? Oh, yeah. Stuffed crust? Stuffed crust? Because I haven't had a stuffed crust in probably... 20 years. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Not missing you don't have anything. any sauce to dip it in. Anything. It's just disappointing. So occasionally I will go buy the Pillsbury pre-made pizza crust and we'll make pizza It's better from Trader Joe's. I'm not going to drive all the way to Trader Joe's. <laughs> it's Wherever worth the it. fuck it is. It's worth it. I'm not going to do it. I don't I'll bring shit. you some. It's worth it. Fine, bring me some, but I'm it's not so driving good. there. I don't even drive to the store that's 10 minutes down the road from me. I'll order, call and order and have it delivered. Anyways, one time I did, I took the, the string cheese. I'm talking to you, Pete. Oh, I'm sorry. I was falling asleep. Go ahead. <laughs> I took the string cheese and I rolled it into the crust of making homemade pizza. So we made our own stuffed crust pizza. And it actually was a lot better than getting it at a restaurant. I'm sure it was. Can I so. can I tell you something? Can I tell you something about something that's better than stuffed crust pizza? Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. V- virtually anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is, that, right, so, is that including a breaded so chicken sandwich? We went out to the. We went out. To, we went, went, went. Oh, that. Oh, t- that's not a sandwich because that's two wait, pieces wait, wait, of bread. Wait, 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 wait. So if you take breaded chicken sandwich and put it on pizza, in a stromboli, what do you have? Ooh, goddamn mess. That's well, you'd have a damn mess, but that's a good question. And let's ask let's ask our listeners that one. Would would, would that be a sandwich? All right. So I have had recently. Apparently, they make uh, the pizza equivalent of cinnamon rolls. What? Oh, where they yeah. take the dough and they put pepperoni in it and they roll it up and they bake it and you and you pull it apart and dip it in sauce. It's like a cannoli or something. No, 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 no. It's like it's, it's like, like a it, it's pinwheel. Roll. Yeah. Oh, they, they oh, 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 I get it. They pinwheel it. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, and then they bake it, and it like it, it was really good. It seems like it would be I fun was, to eat. I was, I was, I was suitably impressed. Sounds awkward. Are there topping surprises inside? Much like myself. Is it still a pizza? Oh no, this was an appetizer. 
This wasn't. We had an appetizer are while we waiting for. No, it's in the pizza it's a sport, category actually. like we are with sandwiches. <laughs> no, because it's sideways, <laughs> and it's one continuous piece of bread. So it's, I used to order. Individual I used to order from this wait, place. Wait, wait, wait! Is that a sandwich? Because that folds around itself. I used to order from this place. Wait, a cinnamon a roll is pizza. a sandwich. Wait, no. no, he's talking about pocket pool. Pocket. Not. Pocket pizza. Pocket pizza. Oh, Nering's Market, Belsey, and Bristol Road. I've never had one. Differentiates itself from the Stromboli in that there is sauce in it. Okay. So, like... It's Stromboli with sauce in it. Okay. And it's very good. So, like a Hot Pocket, but better. Kind of like a Hot Pocket, but made with actual, like, you know, dough. (laughs) Made with actual food. (laughs) Actual food, (laughs) It's not frozen in the middle. Um, or sculpting. It's not, it's not going to kill hot, you. Like, you know, a burning oil rig. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not like the Deepwater Horizon. Of food. That's not the free brain hot wings today. It's funny. It was one of the trivia questions. So, but yeah, I, I've had the ones where it was in the tutor. Do you remember Sobrero? At the Sabaro. Sabaro, not Zabaro. Sombrero. Sombrero was the Mexican hot shop. Sabaro. They get you that giant piece of greasy ass pizza and you spend three napkins trying to. Yeah, and it was like yeah, it was yeah, it was like it was like a third of a pizza. Right. It was like this enormous thing. Did you ever get the one that had the cr- the double crust so I had the crust on top and the crust on bottom? No, I remember that's seeing a sandwich. That, that's, <laughs> that's a sandwich, yes it is. Was it really do do you consider that to be a sandwich? Bread on top, bread on the bottom? Yeah. So if I take two pieces of pizza and fold them onto themselves, sandwich. Pizza. If I take sandwich. two pizzas pizza and sandwich. put them on top facing each other, what do pizza I have? Sandwich. Pizza Beautiful sandwich. Beautiful pizza sandwich. Remember, remember at Davison where they used to give us the square pieces of pizza? Oh yeah. And we'd fold them onto each other. That's pizza sandwich. And then some mm-hmm. creepy kids would dip it in ranch dressing. Oh, creepy kids. The ranch kids. No, 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 Technically speaking, that would be a pizza taco. Pizza turned off for the rest of the night. Fold it in half. Meet in the middle. Oh yeah. Does it become a Pizza so that's where you can put your hot dog. Is a taco, taco sandwich? Yeah, I guess you, I guess by that definition, you we can put a hot dog in a, a Mexican taco sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. Mexican yeah. sandwich. A taco is a Mexican that sandwich. That sounds like a bad porn. <laughs> it also sounds mildly racist. <laughs> the Mexican sandwich. Mexican sandwich. Well, we have the so we have a Cuban. Isn't that the same we do have Cuban. a Cuban. We don't think that's racist. Cuban sandwich? Yeah. Have yep. you had a Cuban sandwich? Yeah, I have. Love them. It was all right. <laughs> it was I, wasn't, all right. I wasn't that impressed. Was you right. haven't had a well-made Cuban sandwich, Probably though, not. my friend. So, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to the first episode of the Vlix podcast. We will be signing off uh, here in a minute. But first, we're going to play a game. Oh, we're playing a game? Yep, we're going to play the card game. Card game. We're, we're, oh, we're doing so a card, the voting game. The voting game. The voting, game. voting, oh, voting, so. the voting game. sport. <laughs> yes, it is a voting sport. The voting sport. The person who gets the most points will get to start segment one next week. All right. So keep track of your points. In this room, whose promises are most like lottery tickets? The hell kind of question <laughs> is that? Feel like we've had this question before. We haven't, because I just said what the hell kind of question is that. <laughs> I want to say my own. In in what way? That Always. The promise like, if you actually finally keep one, it's... Like winning like the lottery. Winning? Yeah, winning the lottery. I'll go with my own. Most of the time you won't, but when you do, it's it's special. Yeah. I'm going to say J-Bo. I'm going to say Jonathan. Because I'm sure. still waiting for that TV he promised me yes. like a month ago. Yeah, I know. Ooh. Damon? 
Yeah, I'll go with you. Just to, oh, just to go with everyone Just to else. go with the sport. All right. One point for me. All right. To not incriminate myself. <laughs> uh, which one of us will get into a fight with an elderly person and lose? That would be me. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> He's Pete. actually done that. I didn't he lose. He doesn't like to talk about it. Yeah, that's how we got here. <laughs> he lost. He lost a bet with an old guy. It wasn't a guy. It wasn't a guy. Which one of us has gotten a massage with a happy ending? Oh my word! Also, I'll go, with, I'll go with Ken. I'm gonna go right. with Ken. I'm Ooh, gonna go with Ken. All right, he was the one in the strip I've club. I've had several massages and never a happy ending. You're going to the wrong places then. <laughs> May we recommend Door Highway? <laughs> yeah, I was at work at the time. Whoa! That oh. got dirty. It did. I used to work at a ski resort that had a spa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get your minds out of the gutter, people. Jeez. <laughs> he was partaking in a Mexican sandwich. Whose inbox and calendar is color-coded? Jonathan's. And it's all purple. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the only color he can see. That's the only color I can see. <laughs> so, I was actually waiting for somebody to pick me. I forgot that I was colorblind. Just to see who it would be. I'm actually going to go with Ken. I'm going to go with you because you actually have that. I don't have a color-coded calendar. It's all purple. That's not color-coded. It's called the editorial. That's, <laughs> That's not a calendar. Yes, it is. That's a checklist. Whatever. That's totally different. Uh, who has been to more bars than restaurants? Jonathan. Danon. Sure, I'll take up that. <laughs> it's not true, but... I don't think I, any of us have been to more bars and restaurants. Well, Jonathan well, tends to hang out at Sharky's every day. Honestly, I probably would be me. How long? Do you still go to Sharky's regularly? I'm not going to disclose that information right now. <laughs> but do they? That's serve a food? yes. They do. Well, so now, they're known primarily it... as a bar, not a restaurant. They're a bar that serves food, not a restaurant that serves alcohol. What was the question? I missed mm. it. What was the question? Do they serve food? Oh, Sharky's until midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Unless and you... yes, it's a bar. They identify themselves as such. Yeah, they're a sports bar. Huh. And um, unless you know somebody, you will not get food at 12.05. They're a sports bar, which means they're an anything bar. They are. Well, they're technically yeah. a pool hall. Right. Absolutely anything is a sp- Right. But don't they identify themselves as a sports bar. Sharky yeah, it's sports a bar. Sharky sports bar. Or sports lounge or something. Bar. Bar, yeah. I just did an app for them. Yeah. But yeah, no. So... Oh, that's two for J-Bone now, right? Everybody yeah. Two? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I wasn't keeping track. I don't think we actually settled the uh, calendar question. So it was Jonathan. That's three. You all voted for me, but I don't have one. I didn't vote for you. Well, I do have. A I actually have calendar. a color coded calendar. Oh yeah, I voted for Ken. Oh, Dana, who do you vote Jonathan. for for the color calendar? Myself. Do I get points? No, Ken does. I'm going to mm. All right, so I guess I win that one. One point for me. So it's two for Dana and two for me and one for Ken. I'm getting shut out. There you are. You gotta step up your game, Pete. I right? guess so. Come on, be a sportsman. I'm not asking you this one. You know, ask it. Yes, you are. No, just ask, ask the it. question. You ask, ask the it. question. <laughs> Who regularly orders delivery from less than five blocks away? Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> That's three for Jonathan with a bullet. Literally said he won't go to the store that's two blocks away. <laughs> I won't. Uh, which one of us would be an amazing local news anchor? Danon. Ooh, no, that's the wrong answer. He's nah. got the hair. Uh, well, he okay. does have the hair. He has the hair. And local news is all about the hair. But I can have Sorry, the hair, Joel too. Hey, I'm just going to get over my stage. <clears throat> I got those luscious locks when it's not up. 
I don't think we're ready they for don't a put man buns on TV. male news anchor. Yeah, they don't put... They don't what? <laughs> I mean, I can do a good Ron Burgundy what you, impression. Dana, what'd you say? I said they don't put man buns on TV. What? I mean, oh, you guys are so mean. I'm going to say Pete because he, he, he has some air of credibility when he's wearing his glasses. Oh, yeah, it, but he would be on, like, the 4 o'clock news in Wisconsin. I, no, I can see Pete being the event. I the, said the, local news. I didn't Pete say can be the field reporter we send out to the hurricane. Right? Oh, yeah. the guy faking it? He'll be my color guy. Yeah. It'll be great. Yeah, people are just strolling by. They, they couldn't tell the wind was blowing, He's good though, for color they commentary. Have, they don't have the hair. So <laughs> they wouldn't know it was windy. No, we got a fan and, like, like a hose, and we're just right. explaining Do a location wig. Just this gentry Blasting you right in the face. <laughs> so, so who is the winner of that? Was it Danan? Well, Ken said Danan. Who did you I say? I said Danan. You said Danan. Danan said... I'm taking the points, yeah. You're taking it to yourself? All right. I'm going to say... I would say it would probably... To me, it would have been Ken. All right. I could listen to Ken's voice and go to sleep. Yeah, because it's boring. Oh! <laughs> I should doing those ASMR videos. Then. Oh! Uh, which one of us will always call you on your birthday? Who? Call? That's, that's call. Yeah, don't say me. That's it's not, not going to be Dana. Never going to happen. The answer to that is none of us. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. We hope you had fun listening today, and we will catch you next week. Peace.